tactical Christmas sweaters. I wonder if it's going to start there uh, for the stream. I don't know. It takes like 15 seconds for the stream to go. So that it might have been caught. It might have not what? been caught. I don't know. You're, 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 uh, oh, <laughs> no. I'm just looking at the Division DLC. It's tactical Christmas sweaters. Which I'm is hilarious. Even... How much do they want for that? Yeah. Uh, seven bucks is what? too much. Seven. Yeah. Seven American dollars. Seven dollars, my friends. Seven for not even, dollars. For not yes. even real sweaters or anything close to a real sweater, a fake sweater. But does it yeah, you can't even see the front. There's like no reindeer. There's what? no like make Christmas great again or, or any of that. It's, it's just the sleeves are ugly Christmas sweater. And then there's like a bulletproof <sighs> vest over the front. I am highly disappointed. So, yes. oh, so, friends. Are we on? Is this Yeah, show? we are We are live. Oh. Welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian, and joining me, as always, is your co-host, Jim. Have you ever noticed, Brian, hmm. that in asteroids, the ship is shaped exactly like a Dorito? How far back does the conspiracy <laughs> go, Brian? Uh, I don't know. Were there Doritos back then? I don't know. Um, yeah, man. I don't remember. If you believe the flat earthers, Doritos have been around as long as the Earth, which is approximately 4,000 days or something. I don't know. Yeah. How can the lizard years. men come from the center of a flat Earth? Um, the well, the tinfoil conflicts. Well, the disc world is flat, I believe, and it has, a, I believe, a center to it, if, I remember, if I'm remembering uh, uh, correctly. Yeah. Uh, I haven't read is all of a, those books, but I've read a lot of them. Is it a Tootsie Roll Center? I wonder if Elon Musk would tunnel, like he's talking about, to the center of the Earth. Would he find a giant Tootsie Pop Center? I, I'm just hoping how he many finds um, would it James, take? I'm just hoping he finds James Mason. That that's really all I hope because we all need James Mason. You mean Jimmy Hoffa? No, James Mason. The you know the the, the Journey of the Center of the Earth movie from I, the I know uh, yes yeah. You know, he could Mason. also find Peter Cushing. I heard they've brought him back. Oh God! So, folks, in Rogue One, yeah, they kind of brought Peter Cushing back. It's it's a little weird. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, Grandma of Tarkin you, is you in may it. Comment when ready. Grandma of Tarkin is in Rogue One, which shouldn't be a surprise to anyone who knows anything about Star Wars. Uh, we Get your just mops out for Harambe. We what? just saw it. Stop it. We just saw it today. Did you see uh, Rogue One yet, Jim? I have not, no. But it's I did see, really I saw the last, like, three minutes, because somebody posted a clip oh. of the Darth oh, wow. Vader scene. Oh, that's was just pretty like, great. Oh, yes. You know, it's hard, to adjust to, it's hard to adjust to Vader being a villain, right? Now that, now that we've seen, you know, young Anakin grow up, Okay, and then at the end mm. of the trilogy, then you see him redeemed. Right? It's hard to remember that that like you know. Yeah, that he was a badass. Bring, for bring two, me the plans. He was a badass. Yeah. For I want two them movies. alive. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, he was a total it, badass for two movies, and then the third movie. Oh my son! Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh my god! But at the but at the end of Rogue One, he goes he goes like full Chuck Norris invasion USA. Ooh, wow. Uh, that was YouTube, awesome. YouTube, inve- yep. YouTube inventor who happens to be on Twitch, funnily enough, uh, says hello, Pickle. So that's you. So hello. Well, hello. Hello. Uh, so, folks, uh, we don't have Hunter with us this week. He's got some family stuff to uh, deal with. 
Probably uh, so going to see Rogue One. It might be. Again, I think he's seen it already, so I think he's going. he might be going to see it with his father. So, uh, you know, that's great. Um, so I the, wonder if his dad turns to him in the theater and is like, Hunter, I'm your dad. <laughs> no, it's not true. Yeah. Bunch of you can whiny. be like, no, just be disruptive to everybody. Yeah. Bunch of whiny bastards. Um, Rogue One, John, on YouTube, Rogue One is actually really great. It's so much better than The Force Awakens. Because that bore, that bored the crap out of me. But this movie is like a war movie. It's so good. I'm not even kidding. It's so good. You know, you know what's ridiculously good mm. that is Rogue One related? Is mm. the uh, the otherwise kind of um, uh, Battlefront 3 game. So uh-huh. they have a, they have the the islandy Hawaiian planet yeah. from Rogue One yeah. Yeah. in there now. Wow. I am shocked. I have I have never seen a game engine render just dirt that well. Apparently, I mean, it's like you you can see there's mud puddles that what's like footprints that are like half full of water, and they got it right. Like depending on what angle you look at it, the reflections or, you know, it's just like so much freaking detail in that frostbite engine. It's it's just like wow. Can well, we just I, make everything with that engine now? Please? I read about it, and the folks behind the game actually went on location to where they filmed that, and like. Of course they did. It's Hawaii, wouldn't you? I would be like, I'm going to have to probably spend six months here. They used some kind of newer photography technology, I'm saying, to digitally render it in the game, like exactly. Yeah, apparently they like laser scanned the island. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Which is amazing. Yeah. The movie, though, is really great. There's stuff on the ground, right? And it's just like, I can't believe that I can't pick that up. It's, (laughs) It's really good. Unfortunately, it doesn't make the game a lot more fun because it's still mm. like spawn die, spawn die. Um, mm. But you know that's the game that it is, right? But I, I guess uh, it, it just feels like you're you're doing human wave tactics <laughs> against each other, right? It's it's just like you're that's... you're like uh, the creeps and Dota. You just keep banging into each other and canceling each other out. Until that's kind of how it worked advantage. out in the movie. That's kind of how it worked out in the movie. It was a very violent movie. For Star Wars, especially. oh, excellent, very violent. See, I'm, I'm wondering, like, for for kids to go to this. Where, oh, this where is this 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 is like probably the least kid friendly Star Wars movie. I would say is this one. I would say this is the least kid friendly. Oh man, I hope they go full dark in the Boba Fett movie. Oh, oh, that could be ridiculous. Or and, I, and I wouldn't mind some darkness. The Han Solo the... movie is yeah, next, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's apparently yeah. next, and I would not mind some darkness there too, because he kind of he really has a moral gray area before he uh, joins the rebellion. So I would not you know mind what a I, bit of that. What I would indulge in with with the whole Han Solo thing is just go space western with it, man. Just let let him be like the gunslinger, you know, like the new kid in town, whatever. Right. And just put it on not some desert planet somewhere, please. But, you know, some backwater shithole that he happens to be in. You know, and, they made it. And if they want to retcon the whole Chewbacca thing, maybe, you know, do it there. Whatever. Right. You but that movie to, better uh, be about him meeting Chewbacca. They need to do a movie. If they're going to do Han Solo, they need to do. I would love it if they did a whole movie about Hondo Onaka. Oh, my God. That would be. Hondo? Hondo is. Is he's that the p- bastard son of Han and Londo? No, no, no. He's a pirate. Hondo. He's the leader of a pirate gang in both the Clone Wars and Rebels. And he is so great. He is so fucking great. Oh, my God. Remember- I love him so much. 
So great. Oh, you remember Sergi X from the comic books? He was no, the, I, the pirate boss in there. Yeah, and then no, they had Jax, the green yeah. rabbit. Oh, Jack, God. Jax was awesome. Really? Yeah, uh, totally, Alex, man. He's a, he is a bright neon green rabbit with a bad attitude. Alex is asking if we saw the Blade Runner trailer, and I did. And uh, did you see it, Jim? The teaser trailer? Yeah, yeah. I I was just I was expecting the guy to kind of stab him like right in the middle of it. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. Because that's how what to happens. Uh, that's how Harrison Ford gets out of franchises now, right? He gets stabbed, falls off a bridge. <sighs> Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how to feel about it. I mean, the books were uh, not the greatest, so I'm not sure how to feel about the movie. But Well, that house that he's in at the end there is very low-tech, right? That's it's like, true. hey, we're at Grandma's house. It looks like they're oh, on God. Mars. It looks like an old house is just planted on the desert of Mars. It looked kind of Mars-ish. Like, what the hell's going on there? Yeah, which, you know, Mars is actually in Canada. Right, there's there's like that island there that NASA films all the fake Mars shit. Really? Google it. Yeah. Okay. No, it's it's funny. They they must have they must have gotten some of the pictures from the Mars rover. Like some of the pictures from Canada got mixed in or something because some conspiracy dude was like looking at the pictures and then they went and Google Maps and they were like, My God, that's the same mountain. <laughs> and then they looked at, you know, like closer at the Mars picture and there was like a squirrel in it and they're like dude that's totally a squirrel and turns out those are native to, to that thing so now there's this giant flat earth conspiracy that nothing is on mars we've you know because we never went to the moon either so can't get to mars and we're just faking that shit in the canadian desert okay yeah uh-huh anyway google it man it's hours of entertainment it's, yeah hours. Yeah, I, I, I'd rather be a little more cheesy with my entertainment. Uh, folks, this is a space game podcast. We haven't forgotten about that. We're just, it's the last podcast of the year. We're the holidays, I think, made us a little futzy. So we're just, woo! But um, we did want to talk about a couple things tonight. Um, it's been confirmed that as a, as we record this, the Steam, sta- the Steam Stale, oh my God, Steam Sale, Starts in two days. The last. Wait a minute. We just got done with the last one. I know. There's too many. There's there's too many of them now, for one thing. And not only that, but like, I've got everything. So it's like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, You don't have tactical Christmas sweaters. So you need to pick that up. No, I don't really need the tactical Christmas sweaters. Uh, I I think that's a great idea, but they shouldn't be selling that. They should make it like. Dude, every game, every game should, should let you dress your character up for whatever holiday, right? No, like, I agree, but the, they should The MMOs get that done beautifully, right? I agree. Like we, we were playing Final Fantasy, and they have, like, the whole Halloween event. Halloween is the best, right? Yeah. So it's like, you know, you, you get to, like, ride around on a witch broom and, you know, fight monsters in some freaky new dungeon and do, yeah. like, uh, it was a haunted house quest this year. Yeah, both was, Lord was, of the Rings yeah. Online and Elder Scrolls Online both have Christmas things going on where you can get cosmetic stuff as part of in-game quests. For your yeah, mouse and cool. for you, yeah, that's great. But I I'm not this, paying this seven dollars. This all started back with like Warcraft. Well, no, they did it back in Asheron's Call as well. They had like a seasonal whatever, and and EverQuest had some stuff. But I think it was Warcraft that actually started giving you snowballs, so you could have snowball fights with people, and and then that became like the, the oh, whole, that's like, great. Oh, have seasonal loot now. 
So, yeah, yeah it was great. Yeah, I really enjoy in-game events like that where you can get cosmetic stuff. Like, let me do that, Division. Let, let, let's have a holiday event where I can get a sweater for doing some random-ass bar crawl quest or something through what's left of New York. Don't, like, make me spend $7 to buy a goddamn sweater. Like, I wouldn't buy a holiday sweater skin for Elite Dangerous if it was $7. If I had to go to a specific planet to get that, to do, like, some community event, yeah. Uh-huh. I do that. What about what about like Star Trek Online? If they just swapped all the Starfleet tops for ugly Christmas sweaters, but they were still appropriately colored, that'd be great. But don't don't there's, like. There's a picture out there that uh, <laughs> that is that that somebody photoshopped ugly I Christmas sweaters onto the original I series bridge it. crew. It is hilarious. But as but as I was saying, folks, uh, the Steam stay. Oh my God, I can't still can't can't say it. Steam sale starts in two days on December twenty second. So we wanted to talk about some games you should look for, space, mostly space, but also some non-space games that you should keep an eye out for um, on the sale. Now, the problem with these sales is they're not the deepest cuts a lot of the time. And also, uh, oh, apparently Fringes of the Empire will be 50% off. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that's not on my list. Um, but we wanted to talk about some games you should buy if they're on sale and some that you should buy even if they're not on sale if you don't own them uh, <laughs> but um, the game that we're streaming now Drox Operative if you don't own that one for example just buy it sale or not just buy that one you need to own that one you know what I mean just just buy it what are you waiting for <laughs> I mean, really, what are you waiting If you like space games, you need to buy that one. You know what I mean? It is It is rather all right. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. So what are some games you think people should buy on sale, Jim? You, you said well, you did some research. Yes, space or non-space? Space or non-space? Let's, um, let's, let's do it. Well, okay. So I have, I have lists, right? Um, Dragon's sure. Dogma, Dark Arisen. Is a mm. is a must buy if you like role playing games. So if you have played Witcher three and dug it, then get Dragon's Dogma, right? Because it's really good. I've and not played Witcher are, three. The pawns are kind of creepy. I've oh, not Witcher, played Witcher three. three. Witcher three is the better game because Dragon's Dogma is kind of uh, weird because it's Japanese. It is a little weird, um, but it's really good. It's really. I the pawns I, I, are creepy. I've actually Those guys triple are dipped pasta, on, man. Oh my god! I've triple. I've actually triple dipped on Dragon's Dogma. I have it twice for the PlayStation. Yeah. And guess uh, whose pawn I'm running around with? Who? Just guess. Mine. Um. No, Void Destroyer Paul's. Oh god, that's I, great. I, I, it was just like I just had this this pawn, and then it was like, oh yeah, that's Chaos Savvy's whatever. Because I looked in the thing, and I've been running around with it for hours, you know. And then it turns out it's like, hey, that's Paul. Dude, and and it was actually like on the top of the list of like popular pawns that cost zero re, uh, reputation or whatever. It was like the suggested one for me. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, very nice. So, and by the so, way, by the way, Paul, my compliments on your pawns dress. It's very so let, let's cool. let's start with like mustones. Let's start with the mustones. What are some games you feel that people must own if sale or not? Like what are some throw out some throw out some games you feel people must own, sale or not? If they feel like spending money, what's something they should definitely own if they don't already? 
Yeah. Um, I'm thinking hard on that. So Starbound, I don't think you can go wrong. Okay. Definitely. Sure. Um, and then, uh, let's see. You know, if you're into first-person shooter things and you like robots, don't miss Titanfall 2. It's so stinking good. The single-player campaign is really, really good. Like, it, it's shockingly good. Like, I, I, I played through um, uh, the new Call of Duty, and I thought the single-player campaign was pretty all right, and the Titanfall campaign just blows that thing away. And, and it, just for being consistently fun and, you know, keeps your attention on it. Um, golly, because I have a huge list here, right? So uh, I would, oh, yeah, so this, this falls on the uh, pick it up on sale. I mean, it, it's worth full price, I guess, but I, mm. I would say maybe get it on sale if you're if you're unsure. Mm. Um, but Tyranny, the the game oh. that looks like Baldur's Gate, you know, it looks like a Black Isle game. It's in that engine, whatever that engine's called. Um, uh, oh, it's it's good because you're you're not the good guy, which is amazing, right? It, it's it, it, okay. So imagine Lord of the Rings, Sauron one, and it's like the two factions of bad guys and there's a little bit, there's some rebel resistance left and the, the king of the bad guys like sends you, you know, he's, he's like the, like they're, they're basically uh deity, right? He's like a demigod and he sends you with like the pronouncement of judgment to the Valley, right? Where you're going to, you read this writ and it's basically like, you guys solve this bullshit in 30 days or everybody dies. And then the valley seals shut behind you and nobody gets out and until you fix it. And, and it's basically like, you, you know, you can play sides against each other. You can, you can try to be neutral. You know, it, you, it gives you a lot of latitude. And also before the game even starts, it takes you through not so much character generation, but world generation where you get to choose like, well, the armies went here and then what happened, right? Did, did, did they choose this? Did they choose that? And then whenever you run around the world later, the, the repercussions of the things that you chose, you know, the world is shaped that way now. So that's kind of interesting because you can kind of change things on different playthroughs by different choices that you make before you even get started. Um, Yeah. So there's that. If you miss Darksiders, the first one, uh, the War Master edition is out now. That's well worth picking up. Uh, I, I would hope that it's going to go on sale in the sale. Um, if, if you didn't play it the first time around, it's it's Zelda on PC, right? It's it's like uh, the the first one that was on uh, N64, whichever Zelda that was, Ocarina, I think it was. Um, it's a game that's very much the mechanics of that. And then uh, you know, Darksiders two deviated from that quite a bit because it's a you know more open worldy but um yeah the first dark siders definitely and the second one also good um duskers you're gonna need duskers because that's a, a game with interesting mechanics right um that's the one where you control it's a Roomba simulator so you you know it, it's kind of text adventure because you actually type commands to the robots and then they do what you tell them but you're you're looking at a radar screen, basically guiding robots around inside of hostile spaceships and, and exploring. So, and it's like this robot can activate the generators. That robot's got sonar. You know, it, they're they're equipped differently. So you need to team them 
appropriately together so that they're in the room together to do the things. Um, so that's pretty neat. Um, I, I'm going to say Halcyon 6, Stark-based commander, although I have not played it nearly uh, as much. I've probably got like two hours in it at this point, enough to know that what it is, right? And it's just like far enough down my backlog, I, ha- I have to circle back and, and touch it again. Um, but yeah, that thing is great. That's a that's a definite pick it up. Um, it plays like a Japanese RPG, but you manage a space station. So what more can I say? <laughs> you know, if you like JRPGs, and uh, and if you like Lego games, Lego Star Wars Force Awakens so much better than the movie. So there's that. Um, and for the people out there that really like Dark Souls kind of games, Salt and Sanctuary, do not miss that. It's a side-scrolling platforming. Uh, Dark Souls, basically. Yeah, some of these games haven't gotten really good cuts, uh, price-wise. Like, no, not not really. And this is all like newer stuff. And and like, okay, Owlboy. Owlboy is also a callback to the heyday of Nintendo, right? That's like Zelda: Link to the Past, except you're an Owlboy and you fly, right? So it's vertical levels instead of scrolling levels or whatever but it's it's just like yeah um and well in in that vein i ori in the blind forest i know is going to go on sale get that because that's really cool platformy old nintendo style thing um event zero i don't know if that's going to go on steep enough sale if if event zero hits five bucks grab it that's what i'm going to say um it's a very unique game because it's a text adventure in a 3d world and you basically uh, all the interaction in the game is with the computer, and there's computer terminals throughout the, the uh, space station-y ship that you're on, and the only th- way that you interact with things is talking to the computer, and you type into the computer. So you have to walk into the terminal that's in the room where you need to manipulate things and then have a conversation with the computer. And the computer, uh, it's it's kind of like an Eliza thing, you know, where it's like you type things, and, and then it tries to have some logical response back, but it's not always totally accurate, but they've kind of got it. So like the computer's a little bit half crazy. So it fits because, you know, the computer sometimes just wanders off and talks about what it wants to talk about and not what you're trying to talk about. So they covered it pretty well. Um, There's some hacker puzzles in it, but it's light stuff. Um, I, I would say you could probably kill that game in two hours if you just sat and burnt through it. Uh, it was over way too soon for me. The novelty of talking to that computer had not yet worn off. And then, uh, but the end of it was cool because they give you a cool choice and it's super creepy stuff. So I liked it. Oh yeah. Um, House of the Dying Sun. Do you think that's going to go on sale? Did it go on sale last time? Let me look. Hang on. I know Steep isn't going on sale, although I'm hoping. I'm That's waiting way on that. New. That's cheaper. way new. Yeah, it's like way, way new. But supposedly weird as hell, right? It like starts out as just innocent snowboarding game, and then weird stuff starts happening. Oh, yeah. Deadly Tower of Monsters. That is pretty cool. Um, probably will go on sale. 
it's like you're you're in a in a gauntlety style game and and it's like a sci-fi movie and then there's a uh, like director commentary about the movie that you're in so you listen to the director commentary while you play through the movie which is kind of neat um, XCOM 2 I, I know they're gonna put that on some kind of sale if you don't have XCOM 2 by now I mean come on uh, hmm axiom verge if you if you're a Metroid fan axiom verge is the way to go um, hmm I don't know I, I guess that's that's kind of it right and then uh, we had like a list where we were talking about like the games that uh, we were a little disappointed by this year. I guess maybe we'll get into that after, you know, if you've got anything to recommend, uh, I don't, I don't want to like jump beyond it, but I have, I have a list of regrets <laughs> that, uh, that we will discuss after it's too bad. Hunter's not here for this because he and I both have a very uh, colorful commentary about Battleborn in particular. So what you hunting? Brian. Brian. He's gone away. All right. He's gone. Whoa, whoa. What the hell? You guys couldn't hear me? No. Oh, that was weird. I guess for some reason the uh, thing wasn't work. The uh, push to talk wasn't working. Um, sorry. So I've got a list of uh, games that you should buy. Whether they're in sale or not, they probably all will be on sale. But like yeah, I said, by, Drog- by the way, Alex hmm? points out, which I saw earlier, um, the new Deus Ex game, Mankind Divided, is on sale yeah. for like 70% off right now. I got to finish um, the last one. <laughs> yeah, same here. That's why, that's why I was just like, yeah, I really haven't finished the last one. I'll, I'll wait. Yeah, um, exactly. But I can totally yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure about this one. I, I guess I'd have to watch a let's play of it again. I, I, I like indulged my curiosity for about a half hour when it first came out, and then I was just like, yeah, someday maybe whatever. And yeah, exactly. Like when it's two bucks in a humble bundle with all the Deus Ex games, maybe I'll get it. <laughs> I'm not in a rush. Um, but folks, there are about eight games I feel you should own, regardless if they're on sale or not. Um, but they probably will be on sale, so keep an eye on these, like Distant Worlds Universe, Free Space 2, obviously. Um, if you can get Evercrown Legacy on sale, do that. That one's great. Space Rangers HD, everyone needs to own that. If you don't own that one already, why are you even listening to this podcast? Just just stop listening right now and go get Space Rangers HD. Seriously? Because, I mean, come on. Um, Starhammer? The Vanguard Prophecy, that's one y'all definitely need to own. And Rebel Galaxy. And finally, even though it's not... I don't like talking about early access games that aren't released yet, but I think 3030 Death War Redux is something you all really need to own. You know what I mean? That one is so good. I, I cannot agree more. Like, yeah. And w- whenever we first started playing it, I would have said that. But now that I... I just played it like two days ago. Because I was oh. talking to somebody. There's a, another guy I'm talking to, and he's making a, a 2D game. Oh. And and I was just like, you need to get this right now and play it and like learn from everything that they did because they did it right, and then do that yeah. in your game. Yeah, they've been updating the hell out of it for one thing. Well, it's and... got the, ever since they put mouse control in it, it totally turned around for me. You know what? I haven't even played better. it with the mouse control yet. 
I haven't even so played it since better. I need to. I need to. Revisit I can actually it. hit things now <laughs> because before it was like a you know keyboard festival, right? But I didn't have fine enough control. Just like the uh, just like the escape velocity games, which uh, I was never good at when it came to combat. Never good at. But I was I was so glad they added mouse control here because it really needed it. But yeah, guys, thirty thirty Death War. If you can get that on sale, that game is and really one of the best soundtracks. In, like, any game in the last several years, I would say. Oh, my God, the music for that game. You know what I'm talking about, Jim? The, the Kyoto Connection um, music they use? That 80s, I've, like, I've had the music stuff? turned, like, way down, but, yeah, oh. I know what you're... Oh, Maybe I need music. to crank it back up. Because I was so I was streaming, right? And I had to shut the music down because... Remember they came out with a notice at, at one point in the development yeah. they were like hey if you're streaming it you better turn the music off because YouTube yeah. is busting us they actually yeah. added a YouTube safe option which didn't fully work but I love that they added it you know they added it so like certain music that they knew was a problem would not play isn't that great that is awesome it's like yeah. very forward thinking about very you know, forward thinking the, good. the situation between YouTubers and you know it's it's um, the channel that that profits from us and hates us because yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a company be so douchey to the content creators that keep it alive as YouTube. It's this has been 2016 has been the, the year of YouTube douche mm. it, and it only gets better and better. Like they're, they're dumping subscribers out of people's channels randomly. I've had to resubscribe to one guy twice because I just, I go to look and I'm just unsubscribed from him again. And it's like, what the hell is going on? Maybe they don't like that guy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I had one issue once, but I stopped using music, and it hasn't been a problem since. <laughs> Just like fuck music, no music ever again. Um, yep, so, Star Wars. So there are a bunch of games where, even though some of the, even though one of these was a disappointment to us in some ways, you should still own it if you're a space game fan. Uh, but these you should get only if they're on sale. Uh, Elite Dangerous, I know, I know, we'll get to that, but I still think you should own it. But only if you can get it for around $15, which is its lowest price, then get Elite Dangerous. If it's more than 14 No, bucks, man, no, no, but but 2.2.3 um, is coming out, uh, you know, yeah. first of the year, and yeah. it's going to just fix everything. Come Braden on. assures me. Come on. But, nah, not really. Come on. No, I did see you post the video at the Discord uh, earlier. Um, yeah, there's, they have a beta up right now. I've been so detached from that thing that I didn't even know that they had a beta going, but it's apparently live right now for the 223. I should probably dip my toe in there and see what's going on. Apparently, they have changed a lot of stuff, so oh, good. we shall see. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, you know you know what I, what I want since what? we're on the subject? Yeah. You see, it triggered me. Now we're in elite territory. Um, <laughs> what I want is because that game allows you to have a private instance, right? Mm-hmm. Now it would be cheating if you could make the game easier when you were offline and then go online and just be like, ha I got all this stuff and you know it was easy. That and then totally I come in cheating. and abuse it. However, what if you could make it harder in your private group? Like, I don't think that the enemy can fight worth a damn, but whenever they first came out with 2-2, then it was amazingly hard. Like, the, I had a, it was a fight, it was like me and a, was I in, I was in a Viper, I was fighting a Cobra, and the guy made me sweat for like seven minutes trying to kill him. And and it was like fighting a human. 
right? It was just like, damn, I can't believe that's even AI because he was doing all the tricks, right? And I know that that combat AI is there, but the problem was that people got whiny and then they backed it down. They were just like, oh, okay, you know, we heard you. We'll tone it down. It's like, oh, God, no. So let me have a private group and give me a slider that I can adjust the, the AI harder until it's the sweet spot for me. And then I'll be happy. And other people that like a harder game can come and play in my private instance too. And then if we go back and play in public, it's not like we cheated. We made the game worse for ourselves, you know, by or harder for ourselves. So it's not like, you know, we, we went offline and cheated. Right. It's, you know, so God, please, (laughs) can we please do that? That would be great. And It'll I and I happen. also I really happen. want some changes to mining. Oh god, we got to have changes to mining. I agree somehow. because I love mining in most space games that allow it, like especially Jumpgate. But I mining I can't make money here. Not only it's, that, but it's so thing. It's much more difficult and tedious than it needs to be. Yeah, if well, you, if you if you get a ship out right, okay? So you have to get you have to get um some decent mining lasers and then you have to get enough drone controllers that you can throw limpet drones out there, you know, and, and uh, the collector drones, you have to have uh, like half your ship dedicated to being limpet control because you want to have like six drones out there because they'll be picking it up as fast as they can. And you need a really big refinery. That way you're not having to ever do maintenance on the refinery. It's like, Oh, I got some crud in there. And I don't want that stuff, so I have to jettison it so that the drone can dock and drop off the thing that I do want. Honestly, I would like to see a filter on the refinery, which is just like, don't even pick this thing up, right? Like, I I could check, you know, when I pick something up, it's like, jettison that and don't ever touch it again. And then it just auto-jettisons it or something, right? But when you jettison stuff, then the drones will try to pick it right back up because it's in a canister out behind the ship. And it's like, man, if I jettison it, just destroy it. Right, just make it go away. That's what I want. Um, th- there, there's like three, four things that could be done real fast. They could probably code it in a weekend that would fix mining for me. I would love but it. They, if they won't. Fixed I would they love it me. if they fixed mining. I'm, I'm. We'll get, we'll get to Elite Dangerous because I want to talk about it too. But you know what? Would, is, you know what else would be awesome is they mm, have those fighters now, right? Yeah. What about a mining fighter. <laughs> oh my god. So you go out you go out in a giant transport ship, you undock your fighter and it's just got mining beams on it. Just like uh just like Astrox, you can get those mining drones that'll that'll yes, mine the asteroids for you. Yeah, and that gives you a thing to do, right? Like the one guy is flying the transport ship and then his co-pilot buddy whenever they get the multiplayer stuff going in there would get in the mining fighter and go out there. Right, because you don't need to fight and defend the ship. Just just go out there and, and like scoop stuff or do something. Right, that, that would be cool. And uh, or or give the second player because that, that's the next thing that's coming. Right, is supposed to be the multi-crewed ships. Let the other player actually jump into one of the limpet drones and fly it. Why not? Why not? Because that would be cool. Right. The, the big ship so. with the big ship with its turrets will be covered. And, yeah, exactly. And whatnot. Yeah, no, that sounds great. That sounds I, I don't know. Like they need to look at they need to look at Eve Online and learn something from how mining operations well, work since, there because yeah. they'll they'll get a group of people together to mine and they do yeah. it quick, right? 
and and there's strength in numbers and stuff. So yeah. I don't know. It could just be better. It could uh, still be elite, the, not the, Eve, but yeah. still be better. The nice thing about elite is that it is evolving. Like they they are trying to make it better, but we'll get we will get to that. I mean, it's they still have a long road ahead, but at least it's playable. Um, so, folks, some games I personally feel you should own them and get them on sale. Uh, also include Void Destroyer Two. Y'all need to own that one. Void no Man's Ex- Sky. Void Expanse. No. Uh, <laughs> Void Expanse. You de- all definitely need to own Void Expanse. Get that on sale if you can. Star Nomad Two hasn't had the deepest cut, but it's it's like it's definitely worth the ten dollars. It's been the lowest price. That that one's definitely worth owning. We really like that one, and the developer's a great guy. Um, Star Ruler Two, one of the most unique four X's in the last thirty years, maybe. <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah, fucking it unique. is really cool, and it's really good, and it's really unique. Like it took a while for it to click with me because it's so unlike any other four X. But once it clicks with you, you're like, oh my god, this is incredible. Like I just fun- like the supply chain aspect of it. I know. Like you have to funnel resources to somewhere it's that so they all great. meet together. And, and not only that, I love the diplomacy minigame. That little card diplomacy minigame. I love that. It like makes diplomacy so much more uh, interactive, I think, than a lot of... Um, a lot of uh, well, and especially since it's multiplayer focused, because you can just yeah. like play a quick card thing and exactly. Get it over. I've never we have we ever we've never played that multiplayer. We huh? have not. We should. We should. We should totally fix that. I will put it on the calendar for some uh, particular week. Um, Rebel Galaxy, y'all need to get that on sale. Um, oh, by the way, Star Ruler has an expansion. Y'all need to get that as well. Um, free space, descent, free space. I said. Free Space 2 earlier, that's the one you have to own. You can't own the first one. Sins of a Solar Empire, you definitely need to own. And that's gone down. To, that usually goes on sale for about 10 bucks. Worth 10 bucks. Worth $10. Now, for non-space games, you can get these on sale. I think Shadow Warrior 2 and Homefront the Revolution, those are definitely worth owning. We had a lot of fun with those earlier this year. And those are still a blast. Um... People in Twitch are recommending games we they think we should talk about. YouTube Inventor, I hated Planetary Annihilation. Hated it. Hated it with a passion. Oh my god, I hated that game. I was hoping for... <laughs> Actually, yes, because I was probably... Um, probably because my ex... I was, I was kind of expecting Total Annihilation. Yeah. And it was nowhere near as good... As total, nowhere near as good as Total Annihilation, in my opinion. Well, the thing I didn't dig about it was just that it was one of those the initial super hyped up Kickstarter games. Yeah, and it just kind of was flat. I mean, and, it, it came uh, out okay. I'll give, it, I'll praise them for that. It came out true, but my God, what was that thing originally? It was like eighty bucks to buy yeah. in at the very beginning. Yeah. Oh, I weep for people that paid eighty bucks oh, for that thing. I but, know. Yeah, let them learn. I know. And and it's like, I get that trying to put it on a round planet is neat, but they didn't give you the situational awareness tools you needed to really manage that well. So not only was it not that fun, it was not that great. It was not that easy to play either. It, didn't, it felt like a struggle, you know? 
it felt like they kind of not purposely made it more difficult than it needed to be, but they made it more of a chore than they than it needed to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was. It oh, was not, oh, by the way, the mm-hmm. Elite Dangerous, the beta, because I'm yeah. updating right now, uh, is Passengers beta one. You know, so yep, that's that's the next thing. Oh wait, they already added it's, Passengers though, didn't they? Oh uh, wait. Is it pass? Oh wait, no. What am I thinking? I don't know. They, no, they it was already... Guardians. Well, wait a minute. Did they? Did did they call? They already... Is it Horizons got Guardians, but Vanilla got Passengers? No. What? Oh, uh, no, I think I think. Was... Oh my god! So I I'm think. I'm so confused. No, I think Why Vanilla got. I think in... Vanilla got Guardians, but I think if you have Horizons, you also got Passengers because I think Planetary. Installations can also have passenger missions. I think. yeah, but this is a this is a different beta. This so is the confusing. current beta, and what? that stuff was in the last one. Like all the all the like passenger stuff was in the in two point two. This is two point three, but in here it's one point seven because it's vanilla elite dangerous without the horizons thing. <laughs> See, that's why that that business model is bad. Because mm, it's like, it's oh, I got to spend confusing. forty dollars to land on a planet. Uh, what version are you in? Uh, yeah, and then it, th- you know, then they they they're going to get into version hell, where oh, it's like, no. oh, we have to keep updating. Like five years down the road, we're still going to be doing updates for people they're that gonna, never bought it. I have a feeling they're just the going. I, I have a feeling they're just going to drop that. They're just going to be like, no, we can't do this anymore. You have to either have, yeah. uh, you have to either have the latest version or you can't play. I mean, we can't keep iterating like this. We can't. So. I have yeah. a feeling they're eventually just going to drop it and go, you don't have uh, Horizon Fellas. I don't even know. I'm just making up a word. Uh, if you don't have Ghibli Goo, you can't play anything. Um, and people are going to bitch about that, but it's like, I mean, if that's what they, if they want to keep iterating it and building upon it, it I mean, you got to buy the expansions. And eventually, either that or they're just going to be like, they're going to have version expansion number four, and then expansion number three, and if you don't own anything beyond that, <coughs> you can't play it. That's that's how I think you're probably they're probably going to do it. Eventually, folks, you should own Elite Dangerous, but it is a little wonky right now. Um, we're going to get into Elite Dangerous, and YouTube in uh, YouTube inventor in um, Twitch just keeps throwing game names at us. So let's see, Starcrawlers, that was good. Still in early access. That was good. Star Citizen. Yeah, we're not talking about that. We're we're not even talking. Oh, about Oh, you know Citizen. that last that last uh, video stream that they had. Okay, there. That was a their nightmare. Official stream. That was their a official nightmare. Stream, I I didn't watch because the video was like down. After I watched. The, I watched like to it, and I was I was it like, was, it doesn't work. But somebody did a, a video where they, with some friends, were playing the new version that that had come out that apparently has star marine in it and i'm like wait a minute star marine they said that was on like indefinite hiatus while they got squadron 42 done and then they didn't show shit from squadron 42 and then they're like star marines in the game and and i'm like well who didn't get the memo right like the, it's it's like you guys did exactly the opposite of what you told us the roadmap was i can't process yeah, that but I anyway watched, they, they were I playing did. the thing and it looked good i don't know if it's because they cut out anything that was unfortunate 
or what, but it looked like a playable game. And I was just like, wow, if this was my first exposure to seeing this game, I would totally be all over this. So I don't know what's going on now. I don't, the Mm. the earth is flat. I I watched the video. I watched like 15 minutes of the video. And first it was like a really uncomfortable three people in front of the camera with the sound being really fucked up. And then they showed this pre-rendered adventure, which was really cheesy because they're like, hey, we're in space. You know, I was like, I fucking hate you, bros. And then they went back to the studio and the sound was still off. And I'm like, delete, just close. I can't watch you people. You know, you know when that shit used to work flawlessly What's is that? when Wingman was there. And then when they cut Wingman loose or he left or whatever the hell happened, it's just been straight in the shit. Yeah, Wingman's been kicking, visual thing. kicking ass with the, uh, the Descent stuff. I, I, I yeah, mean, they keep they keep like pounding content into that. Yeah, which is that and Overload load are going to be great. Oh my great. god, Overload! When when uh, will that come out? I need l- it now. Let them take let them take their time to make it right. That's how I. Oh yeah, it. just the demo I could play. Over oh my god, it was that demo! Good. We should play that. Isn't that multiplayer enabled? Wait a minute, I have no idea. I should look. It's like it's so good. Like my eyes rolled back in my head. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like yeah, uh, nothing like even back when Descent was new. Oh, it's it only wasn't single that player cool. poop. It's only like, single player. Yeah, but it, it's like this thing now is cooler than Descent was then, and Descent was pretty cool then, but this thing is so much better. I'm, and I'm Descent amazed. Underground is also it's coming great. along nicely. It's also coming along very nicely. Um, so let's see. Oh yeah. Add that to the list of, of stuff that people should buy is sub level zero when that goes on sale, because you need sub level zero in your life. The it's roguelike descent. That and that neon, um, XZZ. Yeah, that's okay. That, that one's not, it doesn't do it for me like sub level does, but maybe I need to spend more time with it. But the the interesting thing about the neon thing is it's more like flying a spaceship because there's no momentum, or I mean, there's no uh, artificial resistance. There is, you know, it's it's like Newtonian physics in there. If you stop thrusting and turn around backwards, you'll just keep drifting until you hit the wall. So you have to actually stop, um, which I thought was neat because I wasn't expecting that at all. And you know, I was I was expecting just plain old descent, like you only move when your when your fingers on the key. And then I'm like pinballing off the walls and stuff. And it was like, oh, this is not that. So, Brian, do you own Darkest Dungeon? It's the the game with the uh, like psychological effects in the dungeon crawl, side-scrolling thing. I think your mic cut out again. Fucking God. Yeah. No, I don't own. I don't know why he keeps doing that. Um, Is that that sabotage mic that somebody sent you? No, no, no. It's, I'm, you I'm using got, the Yeti. You, you replaced the Yeti or something. No, God, no, no. That, no, that mic is actually pretty nice. If you don't have, uh, if you don't have a headset mic and you just have a headset, you could just plug that onto your headset. It works great. It's just not oh, as neat. good as the Yeti. But, um, what was I going to say? I do not own Darkest Dungeon. One, it looks kind of annoying because I just want to go down and kill shit. I don't want to worry about the psychological effects of whatever. And it's not really gotten that great a price cut. So, 
So yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. Oh, I like it though. I like. Oh, it's hard. You know, yeah. that that's one thing about the game, right? Is because people people that were playing it in the community were just like, it's not hard enough. Make it harder, and then they Holy like shit. made it hard to the point where it's like, wow, can you back that down? So you know, it's a little hard. Holy shit! But it but it's cool because you get you. It's like. Wow, I'm lucky, man. I feel I feel like I just barely skin of my teeth survived getting everybody out of that dungeon alive, right? But everybody's still kind of a basket case. And then you get back to town, and it's like, oh, now I got to heal people up, and I got to rotate party members and stuff. And I don't really like these other people. That it's it's kind of like it's it's XCOM in a dungeon, basically, with without the uh, the grid combat. Which, dude. If why don't people more people should rip off the XCOM the modern XCOM version of movement? It's like you move twice or you move once and attack. It's great. That seems it's pretty beautiful. simple. Yeah, and and it's just like how many action points is how far you can go. Don't make me like micromanage. Like, all right, I got fifty action points and I need to save thirty five if I'm going to do a snapshot and I have to. Don't make me do that. That's so like nineteen ninety four. Just the the double phase movement thing it's great right oh and if you like XCOM and you don't have Space Hulk Ascension do it do it really it's good also hard very hard harder than the original Space Hulk because the original Space Hulk was just a one to one of the board game and then this one is more like an RPG so um, imagine playing like a turn based XCOM where uh, it just keeps sending aliens at you. Right? Ooh. It's like it's like, well, you have to you have to get all your guys across the map and burn these four rooms. And before I get to the first room, all my guys are dead. It's hard. It's not easy. So, yeah. And uh that brings us to Space Hulk Deathwing, which just came out. Um needs a patch, needs needs some love. Right, I don't know why they delayed it. The whopping five days that they delayed it, it should have been like another two weeks. But how many times has it been delayed? I don't know. I guess they just had to get it out the door. Still needs a little bit of love. Um, get Space Beast Terror Fright while you wait, <laughs> because Space Beast Terror Fright will will take care of that fix for you. It is Space Beast Terror Fright is probably a better Space Hulk than Space Hulk at this point. Um, it definitely is a lot more tense, right? Like the the dread. In, in Space Beast is way better than like the dread level in Deathwing. Deathwing is a shooting gallery thing, right? And it's like I have to manage like how many times I get hit. But you can get hit, right? You can you can get a gene stealer up in your face and and like exchange punches with it and you're not instantly dead. Uh unless you play on codex difficulty and then you die. Um but like normal, no, you don't. Uh Space Beast, if they touch you, you're dead. Yeah. So that makes it a lot. Oh, I got a little scratch on my neck. They're eating me now. Yeah. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. But I but I did jump I jumped into a game of Deathwing the other night with some guys that were in the Discord channel. There's an official Deathwing Discord. And uh Yeah, and so there and they got voice chat rooms and stuff in there because my god, when you play that game on the hardest level, you better have some voice chat because you gotta coordinate who's covering what arcs and what's going on. And the, the respawn is like 200 seconds if you die. So the other three guys have to hold the fort against the relentless gene stealer, like fire hose that's coming through the door. 
while you're respawning. So there's that, right? So it just might as well be like, as soon as somebody dies, it's a wipe. Just forget it. Jeez. So it, it's good. It will be awesome. It's just not awesome yet, but it will get right. there. Um, but I would say hold off on the money and it'll probably be a little bit discounted by the time it's done. Um, yeah. So, but Deathwing though, it's a little bit on my disappoint list oh. because I have recently returned to playing Vermintide. Mm-hmm. You own Vermintide, right? I'm, I will once um, the payment for the mo- the next month um, humble monthly bundle goes through. Oh, okay. All right. So good. I think this and, week. I think this week. No, next week. I. Oh, okay. So we like are going to play. Yeah. We're going to play some Vermintide. Oh, really? Because Vermintide is really, really good. Really, really, really good. Make sure. Um, I don't know if the humble bundle thing. Do they give you the expansion stuff with it? Because I you believe need they the do. I believe they do. Let me oh, double good. check that, dude. That Drakenfell's level in that thing is amazing. Uh, there's a dungeon in there, okay? And when you go through the dungeon, you get about halfway through, and you go into the darkness, right? And there's a torch. And one of the four of you can carry the torch. And then you can only fight with a one-handed weapon while you're carrying the torch. So don't, don't do it if you're the wizard, because then you're not casting spells. But, you know, some somebody else get the torch, but probably better the tank. Um and you have to stand next to that guy or you can't see shit because, because the torch, it has like a five foot light radius and beyond that is blackness and uh, the, the color leaves. So it's like a black and white zone. You know, it's, it's a little sepia tone thing. They very much did it like realistic torchlight, right? Because it's, it's just like everything is torchlight colored and, uh, and then out in the darkness, you can see the glowing eyes of the rat men that are coming. So you just see, you know, you turn around and you just see a bunch of red skaven eyes coming through the dark and it's like, Oh shit, here they come. And that's the only warning you get. And uh, just fighting in the torchlight with the light, like shifting around as you know, cause the guy holding the torch is fighting too. Right. So he's like swinging the torch around and that makes the light play off the walls different and everything. And just the visual spectacle of that, is absolutely worth every penny of that DLC just just for that one part of that level. Well, it's like playing Dark Souls without having to play Dark Souls. Yeah, but, but that's my dis- Oh, right now even? Yeah. Oh, wow, how cheap. $10.19. Holy crap, sold. It's probably that's still amazing. cheaper if you get it through the humble, humble monthly bundle cuz that's $12 yeah. plus a well, bunch how- of other games. Oh, it's twelve for the month, so you can yes. sign up and then dump it, right? Oh. Yeah, no. Oh. I was gonna say the oh, interesting. The humble monthly bundle has been a very good investment this past year. I've gotten a lot of games on my wish list. So, do they the, give you keys? They don't just infuse yeah. it into your Steam account. They, right? so they can't the anymore. Can, they can't. They used to be able to do oh, that, good. but humble can't do so that. So, if you now, get so stuff you don't want, you can give it away to somebody. You can gift it. it. Yeah, so you can cool. gift it. Yeah, um, sweet. But yeah, the hump like this last month I got more time, which I've been wanting forever. Oh, nice! So I'm yeah, looking I'll play forward that to that. You. I'm looking forward to playing that. I haven't played it yet, but yeah, next Get month the Witch is Hunter DLC. The only downside is um, like the only downside is you don't know exactly what you're getting. So there's been a month or two where I've gotten most of the games I've gotten I've already owned. Um, 
Most of the games I've gotten I've already owned, but most months I've gotten at least one or two things that were on my wish list. It's been a really great deal, for me at least. Um, so yeah, I can't recommend the Humble Bundle monthly enough, really. It's been really solid. Even for me, who owns like tons and tons yeah. of games, it's been really great. I might okay, actually... so the, the, way that, the way that it works in Vermintide, right? And when I, when I was playing Vermintide, and then I see Space Hulk coming out, and Space Hulk looks like a, a Space Hulk mod for Vermintide. Right, because it's just like here comes the wave of gene stealers, and they look just like the wave of rats in Vermintide. And I'm just like, well, this is obvious, right? Like they they made Vermintide, now they made gene stealers. It's it's you know just Vermintide in space, beautiful. Bring it on. So I was I was mentally prepared for that, and then whenever it comes out, what I find out because the whole thing about Vermintide is kind of the loot grind, right? Because it's like, oh, we did these levels, and you know I got whatever. You know, it's like I found something or I found a bunch of junk and then I can like forge the junk into something that I might want, you know, whatever. But you're re- you're repeatedly going through those levels, grinding up your gear. Right. And I expected that in Space Hulk, it was going to be a similar advancement thing. Right. Where where it's like, OK, well, everybody just starts with a storm boulder. And then if you want the really cool like whiz bang, you know, uh ancient plasma cannon of godliness or whatever, then you have to grind up to that or whatever. It's like, nope, not really. Um, It's over the course of a single session, you get all that progression. So at the end of the session, you know, you're maxed out. But then whenever you come back tomorrow and play again, you're zero again. And and it's like, well, yeah, you guys kind of missed the boat there because they could have done so much even just cosmetic customization, like like give me fancier armor or different, you know, different uh, like hero seals or or you know purity seals or whatever they call them that you could put. You know, it's basically like a seal with that ribbon hanging off of it. Like, let me just deck out my dude, right? And it just shows everybody like how much I've been grinding in this thing or, or whatever. And none of that's there yet. So uh, the strength of the game, apparently, um, Vermintide has zero single player, right? It, it, you can play the multiplayer with three bots if you don't have humans to play with. They're competent, but it ain't like playing with people. Um, but Vermintide also is, it is so very much, I'll, I'll just use the term ripoff. <laughs> it, it, it is left for dead too, Right. It, it is exactly Left 4 Dead 2. Like, Left 4 Dead 2, there's a level where you have to run around and get gas cans and take them to a car. And then once you've collected X number of gas cans for the car, it's got enough gas in it and the level ends because you escape. Well, in Vermintide, there's gunpowder kegs, and you have to load gunpowder kegs onto a boat. And once you get enough gunpowder kegs in the boat, then you can jump on the boat and sail away, Right. And it's like, wow, I've played this very level in Left 4 Dead 2. And also, there's, okay, in Left 4 Dead, so you have the tank guys, right? Uh, It's like a giant zombie that takes a hell of a lot of shooting to bring it down. Well, in Vermintide, that's a rat ogre. Exact same guy, right? Um, There's uh, the spitter. Well, in Vermintide, there's a guy, he's called a, a globber, and he shoots like, you know, poison cloud stuff, right? It's like a poison grenade. Same thing. Um, the, the smoker 
in uh, Left for Dead is a is a zombie that's got like a big long tongue, and he grabs you and drags you and tries to drag you out of sight of your friends, right? And in Vermintide, that's a hook rat, and he's got it's a rat with a big hook on a pole, <laughs> and he grabs you and drags you around the corner. And then there's the hunter, which I think it's called an assassin in Vermintide. And it's the guy that like creeps in the shadows and then he jumps halfway across the room and stabs you repeatedly on the ground until somebody kills him. It's the exact same thing. So it's uh, Vermintide and Left for Dead are one for one, the identical game. One is set in a fantasy world and the other one is zombies and machine guns. It is the same game. Uh, Space Hulk ain't. And I was expecting it to be. And for better or for worse. I mean, it gives them some room that they could do some different things. And it has a single-player campaign, which I was shocked. I have no idea how long it is. I'm like two levels into it. I might be, you know, maybe there's three levels and I'm almost done. Maybe there's 100. I don't know. Um, But after I got a couple levels into that, I was like, well, let's go play some multiplayer. And then I found out about the whole lack of progression stuff. And I was like, wow, that's really weird. And um, I don't know. It's interesting. But I would, I would probably, what is it like, thirty-five bucks or forty dollars? I would get it at twenty. It, w- it would be, it's a fair deal at twenty bucks. Yeah, right now it's going for ten nineteen. It usually goes for thirty. But again, if you, you have a couple days. No, I, as, I don't mean Vermintide. I mean oh. Deathwing. Yeah, Death, oh, yeah Deathwing, Deathwing at twenty bucks is is a do. Above twenty bucks, eh. Well, that just came out, so that's unlikely to be $20 that soon, unless it's not very good and it drops price that quickly, but eh, hopefully not. You, you know what game needs to drop price in a hell of a hurry is, mm. uh, is um, oh, God, my brain hurts. Uh, Battlefleet Gothic, speaking of 40K things. Has that gotten better? Oh, my God, Battlefleet Gothic. It, it did. It got remarkably oh, better. However... They, well, what happened is they finally patched in everything that should have been there on launch day, you know, like matchmaking, things sure. like that, like being able to play with your friends. Yeah, that that was crap that thing did not ship with. And uh, I don't know if it's just because I was early adopter or what, but I got the Space Marine and the Tau DLC for free. I didn't have to pay for it. So I don't know if they extended that deal to like everybody that got in early or, or what the story was, but it was sort of like an apology. <laughs> You know, like, sorry, we shipped you a half a game. The cookies were like, you know, doughy in the middle on that thing still. So, yeah, um, I'll tell you what, though, if you if you want some Battlefleet Gothic and you want to play the board game, get the Android version. It's the board game. That's it's what, what I've heard. I've heard been. that's the really good version. That's the one to. It is. That's the really good. good one to own. And uh, speaking of Android things, mm-hmm. free game on the Android. I was shocked. It's called Interstellar Pilot, and it's basically like, uh, I don't know, uh, Privateer or something. Right. For for and and it's good. It's really good. Mm. I was shocked. And the, and you don't hit the paywall till you get up into like the big capital ships. Like I think it's like, oh, you want to you want like the big cruiser or the battleship? Then yeah, you got to pay some money. But up till then, no. And I and you start in like a shuttle. Right, so I'm sure that there's a, a lot of game to play there before you get to that. You can build bases and stuff. I was watching some YouTube videos, and I'm just like, "Hey, free, cool, I'll do that." Yeah, maybe we'll have to return to that. I, I mean, 
we did kind of have fun that one time, sort of, <laughs> in multiplayer. Maybe we'll do like in a Warhammer. Um, God, I'm I'm jumping all over the place trying to get the prices of the games you're talking about. Um, blah, 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 blah. Gothic, Gothic, Gothic. Oh Gothic, yeah, yeah. Gothic. So maybe we should have like a Warhammer month. Just every Thursday night we do one random like Space Marine and then Deathwing and then Gothic. Yeah, and play then... play it now before it goes away, kids. Because yeah, have you noticed like every time the Games Workshop gets liberal with the licensing? It's like, oh, we're killing the franchise, right? Like with the uh, fantasy battle, it's like, yeah, we finally got Warhammer Total War, and then they're like, oh yeah, well, you know that Warhammer thing's over. What? <laughs> right? Wait, what happened? And now it's like, hey, you can have a Space Hulk game. Yeah, they're they're ending the world. They're doing like an apocalypse thing in the for Warhammer the fa- for War. the fantasy version and, of Warhammer. Yes. So, what? So the speculation is that Warhammer Fantasy will be no more, and they will come out with something else. That's crazy. Which, which, of course, will be like, please rebuy all these miniatures, you know, because <laughs> oh, that's, that's why I quit nuts. playing. Tur- that's why I quit playing Tyranids, man, back in the '90s because they changed the Tyranid Codex on me, and they were like, "Hey, now you need ten times more guys, and we don't make them in plastic, so good luck with that." Ah! It was like right after they ship, uh, they switched from actual lead to pewter, and then <laughs> they changed the frickin' book. So it was like, oh, all that lead stuff you got? Yeah, that's not the way it is anymore. So rebuy it all in pewter. And it's like, oh, screw you guys. Nope. Did, and I switched did, to Space Marines so I could field a thousand points for like a hundred bucks. Um, on on YouTube, uh, Nanolis says there was an Eldar boarding glitch in Battlefleet Gothic where you can just send wave after wave of boarding strikes and the ship was oh, God. crippled. Did you ever run it's, into that? No, but that's because I could kill Eldar from a mile away before they ever got close to me. It was, uh, oh, you know, that's another thing that they did in there that was such a bitch, right? Because they had a taunt. It was called that taunt, and it was uh, it was just like, oh, Eldar, and he's trying to run away, taunt, and it would make him turn around and fight you, right? Just you know, it's like it's like a taunt that any tank class does in an MMO. Right, it's like you must fight me, you know, and the and the guy comes over and and that would stop them from running away. Well, the Eldar players were like, "Ah, oh, boo hoo, can't do that." And it's like, "No, dude, you should have never got within my taunt range because your lasers shoot further than my taunt, so you should have known." And whatever, that was like the only defense that I had against their crap. And then they changed it, and I, I forget what it was that they changed it to, but my taunt went away. And it was just like, oh my god! And then they changed the um, they changed the scatter on the uh, the nuke weapon, whatever the hell that thing was that the Imperials had. It's basically a, a randomly targeted nuke <laughs> that you drop out there, and it hurts right when you get hit by it. But it scatters really bad now. Like it, but from what I understand from talking to the people, I will say this about about. Uh, the whole Battlefleet Gothic community, the people that are playing it online at least a couple months ago, whenever I did the last time, everybody that I played with was like nice to a fault. There was nobody yeah. that was a douche, right? It was, it was always like, wow, good game. Cause it gives you a little bit of time to talk at the, at the end. And, and everybody was, you know, we'd compliment each other and talk about like, wow, how did you do that? You know, or, or whatever. Or I thought that was a really cool move whenever you did whatever. And I was talking to one of the guys, and I was like, 
I think it's a void cannon or something, but I was like, you know, I shot that thing out there and, uh, and it was like, every time I'd shoot this thing, it would miss your guy by a mile. And he was like, no, man, I was still getting caught in it. It hurt like hell. And I was like, but the template was like inches away from you. And I thought it was only, it only hit where the template was. Cause that's how the board game works. Right. If you, if the template, if the cardboard circle touches your ship, you're had, but if it's not touching you even by a millimeter, then you're safe. Well, apparently it splashes beyond that. So very confusing. Like the template should be the effect of the weapon. And then I know what the hell's going on. But apparently the thing with the human fleet was that everybody would just take the cruiser that had the big cannon on it and then they'd spam those things. So then they were like, okay, now we got to like make these deviate even more because, you know, people are abusing it or whatever. And, and it's like, Hey man, if you guys had followed the board game rules, just don't change nothing because that's gospel. That's the board game. People played that for a decade, right? It works. Leave it alone. Like like with people keep doing with Battletech. It's like stop touching Mech Warrior. Just <laughs> you know, Ghost Heat. Ah, you're triggering me. Stop doing it. And uh, you know, I don't know if they have it in yet. They probably don't. But they're, it's still on the test server. They were trying to do like a whole new heat system for Battletech and or for MechWarrior Online. And it's like, my God, stop. Because it's basically like the more points of damage a thing does, the more heat it does. And it's like, well, my AC-20 shouldn't do 20 points of heat, bro. The whole reason that I have a weapon that has limited ammunition instead of a laser is because I trade ammunition versus heat, right? So, and it's like, God Damn it, stop. Um, I don't know. But I've been playing a lot of Living Legends, so MechWarrior Online kind of kissed my ass for a while. Um, you know, but Living Legends is good stuff. Are, are you aware that that's back? It's uh, kind of a rogue development team picked it up and ran with it. I and uh, Yeah, and can't send me a cease and desist if you don't know who I am, so they're being very careful about their identity. Nobody knows who it is, and they're just releasing it. And they're just like, kiss our ass. <laughs> it's like, hooray. So, yeah, it's good. There's a bunch of servers up. There was like 25 people on there last night whenever I got in. It's actually quite populated. It's good. Yeah. They still do the Chaos March tournament stuff on the weekends. I need to get back into that. Uh, it's a good time. And they're, they're up to... Okay, so when MechWarrior Living Legends, whenever it got abandoned, because the guy that was developing it got hired by MechWarrior Online, so he had to kind of ditch it because it's like, well, it's conflict of interest, right? My employer is like, yeah, you better quit, you know, making that mod <laughs> that you're making. Um, so he he had to abandon that. So the so the unwritten agreement was, don't promote it anymore, don't patch it anymore, but you know, no new features. But you know, people that used to work on it, they can kind of like fix bugs, right? But that's it. So they got it up to like seven point one, right? Well, since these new guys got a hold of it, it's up to 8.2. And 8.3 is in the pipe. So, yeah, they've done a lot of work on that thing. Lots of work. And there's like 180 maps. Holy crap. You can, and the maps are huge. Oh, God, they're big. Scout mechs have a reason now. You have to find the enemy. It's like they're out there somewhere. Where? We don't know. Send a scout mech. That's good. It's, it's, it's Battletech. 
because you know I, I play Arma on the weekends, right? Yeah. And I'm and I'm with the Milsim guys, and I'm like hardcore into it. This thing, when they do the Chaos March stuff, it's like an Arma Milsim for MechWarrior. Because it's like, oh, we're, we're going to drop with this. This is our unit composition. We're going to do whatever. Everybody's on comms. You know, go on YouTube and, and look for Chaos March and just watch some of those videos. That's guys like playing a serious mech warrior. They're, they're in it for the, you know, they're in it to win it. That's amazing. Yeah. I keep, I I wish keep needing to I, install that, but I just haven't. Yeah, it's, uh, it's even easier now. It's one download. They, they got a torrent up and you can pull that down. And, yeah, uh, I just, I'll send I a just, link to it. I just haven't gotten around to it. Uh, I just wanted to throw out a few uh, last games we wanted to talk. I want to talk about for the sales. No man's sky. Want to keep it? No. Uh, <laughs> though some people do like that new patch they did. Uh, I couldn't give a fuck. Um, well, but I don't understand the building thing because the whole point was to mm. like go to a planet, touch it, grab some stuff, move to the next planet. That's what I. Why thought. am I going to build a base? I don't know, but but you can apparently teleport back to your base from anywhere, or something. So I guess okay, that's neat. Sure. whatever. Yeah. yeah, you know what? If you if you're into that, you should be playing. Uh, what's what's that space MMO thing that the guy made? It's like twenty bucks. The oh, the one where you can build uh, farms Ascent? on the planets and Ascent. stuff. You know what I'm? Yeah, Ascent, the yeah, space game. Yeah, that game is great. Man, if you want to if you want to do that in No Man's Sky, just get Ascent. It's better than yeah. Ascent is great, by the way, y'all. Uh, so just a few last games I wanted to mention if you can get these on a low price. Uh, Warfleet is really good. Children of a Dead Earth is really good. Uh, Boss Constructor, Unending Galaxy, Astrox is excellent. Grand Vitreous, Space Return of the Pixel Frazzer. That yes. I know it's a crazy title. but That's a, 99 cents you will not regret. It is an excellent game. Seriously. Zig Reminds Frack, me of Gravatar. Yeah, but with an open world, like open world Gravatar. Yep. Yeah, it's exactly what it is, basically. Um, and uh, Empyrean. Now, finally, uh, just a few space games to get if you can get them deep cuts on deep cuts. Uh, Dangerous uh, has been $4 or less. $4 if you can get it for around that. that it's great. Iron Sky Invasion. I'm going to differ with you on that. Oh, I did I not Dangerous. like Dangerous. I love it. Okay, you'll have to show me it. why I suck at it. I find it uncontrollable. It so, takes okay. it, it 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 well, takes a it takes a bit of finagling. It once you get used okay. to, it, you're like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Now, hear me out, guys. Iron Sky Invasion. Don't laugh. I know the movie was stupid, but the game is actually really good. I told like, you. I told you. you How long right. did it take you to find that out? Uh, about five minutes. It's like five minutes in. I'm like, oh, this is actually. It's basically Star Rangers. You're jumping around a map, dealing with shit as it jumps around the map, and warping fighting from one place to zeppelins. another. Yeah, fighting space zeppelins, and there's a DLC that lets you be the, the Germans, and there's a DLC that like is like a sandbox where it's no story. You're just jumping around the map fighting, and it's been in bundles, but you can also usually on sale get it, everything for around four or five bucks. Um, so yeah, that's definitely one to keep an eye on. Uh, Concealed Intent, that's a fantastic game. Uh, that hasn't gone less f for seven fifty, so if that goes less than that, get it. Uh, two more games, Battlefront 2, which we need to return to. We really do. Um, the best Gungans Gungan. murder simulator, uh, yes, in, oh my god. 
that game is so much fun. And that, that they should just change the name to Gungan Murder Simulator. It would sell and so many they copies. Would sell so many. It would sell more than Battle than, than whatever Battlefront Three, whatever they're calling, just Battlefront, which is stupid. Uh, it would sell more than that if they just called it Gungan Murder Simulator. Uh, that has gone which, for super- which kind of. If you look at Goat Simulator, now that they have the space thing. Which I still the kind of have oh that God. they they still have that Gungan tongue right like if if they just yeah. change the goat to have Jar Jar's head, oh, it would yeah, be great. That's right. Um, so yeah, those are really pretty much all like the space games I would recommend y'all keep an eye out for. I'm gonna also put this on the show notes of the podcast itself on uh, the website spacegamejunkie.com. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot like. I did not expect there's so many space games to come out in the last few years, but there's been a lot of good mm-hmm. shit coming out in the last few years. A lot of good yeah, shit. So I, I, I have a, I have a giant list and I'm going to just run down some of it briefly as, as we wrap up here. Um, so sunless sea is amazing, especially if you like roguelikes and you like it weird, right? Like I like my women. I like my games weird. Um, and, they came out with the Zubmariner expansion for it, yeah. which is exactly what it sounds like. You get yeah. a Zubmarine. You know what? I and own that. I've not touched it. I've not touched it yet. I need. To. I haven't got to the Submarine part because you have to do the boat part to get oh, to the Submarine. That makes sense. And I can't survive the boat part. <laughs> so, so I. But I gave them the money anyway because they deserve it. Uh, quadrilateral Cowboy that falls into the category of I think it's this kind of game. Oh God, it's not. Um, and Pony Island is the same way, right? Uh, so as far as the weirdest best game that's out there, and it'll it'll get cheap, is Diaries of a Spaceport space Janitor. Yeah. It is weird. It is good. It is so weird. Do you, play it sober. You don't want to be on any kind of chemicals. You have a lot of when games. You try to play this game. You have a lot of games listed in your uh, disappointment. Uh, I do, right? It, yeah. Well, okay. So, like, Elite Dangerous Arena was disappointing, or just Elite Dangerous. I just or couldn't just... figure out what. Well, yeah. Okay, so Black Desert Online, cool, but got way too like item shoppy, and it's it's very grind intense, and basically, like, if you're gonna be any kind of competitive in that thing get your wallet out because you're not going to be able to keep up with no. Um, it, it, it was like, it's Korean game, but it's, but it's cool. Right. We're not going to, yeah, no, the, once the shine wears off, um, ashes of the singularity was not great when it first came out. It's competent. It's cool. Right. Uh, I, I like the entire idea of the post human era, right? It's just like, well, we're, we're just all like machines now because humans are over um but the problem that they had with that is all the units kind of look the same so you end up with like a blob of guys it's well kind of nanite-ish right the gray goo so you have like a blob of dudes so it it, when you produce units it's like yeah i want like a hundred of these and a hundred of those and a hundred of those and just like run them all into a blob together and then zerg them around the map and there's more strategy to it than that, but but then they came out with the the expand alone for it, which is like full price again, but it put like a single player campaign thing in there instead of just being skirmish mode, 
whatever. But it was just like, yeah, they gave us a discount on it if we already owned the other one, but it's really like the game that it should have been in the first place, kind of. So it's not a bad game, but it's disappointing that the business model, right? I'm looking at you, Brad, but we love you. So uh, Dead Star is dead, unfortunately. It wasn't very good. Uh, it was okay. No, they just didn't have a player base. Like everybody that we played with, it was, like me and Alex were the only two people on PC that owned that freaking thing. Well, you too, right? Um, so yeah, I don't know. And the guys that we that we used to play that with the um, uh, Fist of Heaven just yeah. disappeared. Like, what the hell happened to those guys? No idea. I, I had I had somebody uh, because I was on his friends list. The, the guy that ran that thing, whose name escapes me. Um, um, somebody through Steam came to me and was like, man, I'm really concerned about this guy. Like, nobody's heard from him for, like, three months or something. Yeah, and I looked on, on his Steam thing, and he hasn't played a game since, like, September. Yeah, I used to be in their Slack channel, and it hasn't been – no one's talked in there in months, so I just left it. Yeah, it it's, like, it's weird. Like, I don't know if, the, if it just broke up or what, but none of the people that that are still around from it seem to respond to anybody when they ask about it or anything. Which is so a shame because I, we just... I don't we, know. We it's, just lost... It's um, having, we just lost what? Space Sector as another space gaming uh, website. We just lost Space Sector pretty much. So Well, no, we didn't lose them. We gained an RTS or a, a 4X. Right, right, but they're not going to be a, a news slash content blog anymore they're focusing they're focusing i know now you're gonna have to write your own stories you can't copy paste off of their stuff i do not come on um <laughs> fake news so <laughs> come on um, okay. um mighty number nine <sighs> i know so uh, many people who are disappointed in that one well it's because mega man uh I was never like a super fan of Mega Man, but I know a tight game when I see one, and there was no pixel wasted in that game. It was the like the most hyper efficient series of games. You know, it was like everything on the screen was something, and uh, just the finesse of stuff. Like you see these kids like playing tournament, like battle or um, Super Smash Brothers, whatever is just like Mega Man's the only guy that needs to show up, right? Like if you got Mega Man skills from back in the day, you you win by default, right? And Mighty Number no. 9 is just kind of sloppy by comparison. And I'm no good at Mega Man because it requires that. And I can actually play Mighty Number no. 9, and that tells you something. Um, so then there's uh, Sword Coast Legends, barf. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, which is a was a competent game back in like 2005 when it came out. The PC port, oh god, why did it take ten years? And then it shipped with like busted gamepad support. How do you ship what? a game with a busted gamepad? Yeah, wait, it, what? it came out. Of, they had to patch that thing multiple times to get the freaking. Oh my game god, because I I have it on the mm-hmm. PS2. I have it on the PS2. It's great. I love that game. It's a great game. It's awesome. It's it's, so it's Marble Diablo is yeah. what it is. And you get Couch and Co-op going great. with that thing, and it is so much goddamn fun. And you know what's awesome is you don't have to pay fifteen fucking dollars to unlock Iron Man. Burn, because. <laughs> Because that Marvel, whatever the hell they got online, which is, again, Marvel Diablo, but we're going to make you pay $15 a character, bastards. Um, Yeah. So uh, Savage Resurrection, 
which is as good as Savage ever was, but nobody ever played it and nobody still plays it. So there's Which a is really there. sad because um, Savage is great. Savage is really, 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 really great. Yeah, it's, know, it's a super cool concept, but mm, yeah, it's it's just like they didn't get enough player base. They they had to make it cheap, make it something. And, I, you know, it, I see why they brought it back, right? Because we're in the MOBA era here. And freaking Savage was the first MOBA, if you think about it. Like, that was that was it, you know? It was like a, a, a cool game way ahead of its time. Unfortunately, ahead of its time, and nobody played it. Um, and then now it's kind of behind because, you know, everybody's playing League of Legends and Dota and stuff. Um, yeah, you know. So, uh, yeah, there's that. Uh, Warhammer 40,000 Eternal Crusade. Okay, so it is close your eyes and think about somebody made a Battlefield 4 mod that instead of having soldiers and tanks, you have space marines and orcs. It's this game, right? And and it's done now, it's done very, very well, right? Uh, the problem is it's a freaking $50 game, right? And then it's got microtransactions in it. And, and the microtransactions mostly are cosmetic, mostly. Some stuff you can't have, though. And, and a lot of the stuff is like, well, you can grind for it, right? And it costs like, you know, 20,000 reputation points of which you get maybe, you know, a thousand a day or whatever when you're grinding. So you'll be playing a while to unlock some of that stuff. Um, or you can just pony up the money on top of your 50 bucks. It's a little extreme. But uh, unfortunately, it's over now, but maybe it'll come back on sale. I was, I was actually going to buy it for some people that I want to play this thing with because it's good now. Um, the net code was horrific whenever it first came out. Mm. It, it was it was laggy and and shitty and bad. And I got like five frames a second on a nine seventy SLI rig. It was bad. Uh, and they released it in that shape. And I was just like, oh my god! And and like I put like a epic rant, freaking YouTube video up. Uh, you know, it was just because I I very rarely do that. I, I'll just do gameplay video of something and I never talk. And this thing, it was it was like I just bitched up a shitstorm. I was like, I can't even believe you guys did this because it had so much potential, you know. And it, and it was like, oh, your game's dead because you did this, and it's fifty bucks and it's shit, and people are gonna all refund it. And uh, I think maybe it did. But anyway, they had it on sale. And some of the guys that I play Arma with were playing it. And I was like, really, you guys are actually playing that thing? And the guy was like, yeah, it's hella better now. So I installed it and I jumped in and I was like, oh, my God, it's hella better now. It's it's as good as playing Battlefield. It feels polished. It's, wow. it's good, right? There's no lag. There's no jerky, whatever. I was getting a solid 60 frames a second. It's It's just like you know, space Jesus came down and, and kissed it and it was healed. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how they did it, but I, but I'd left it alone in like the last six months and the, the magic happened. So now I'm ready to play it and it's back up to 50 bucks and I don't know anybody that has it, <laughs> you know? And that's the sad thing is I don't want to tell somebody like, dude, you got to pony up 50 bucks and play this game. Uh, no. So if the price was 20 bucks, I would be handing it out like snacks, man. Like here, have one and you get one and you get one. Cause I want to play this thing and I don't have anybody to play it with. Um, so watch it on the sale. If eternal crusade comes down cheap, 
and you like Warhammer, it's great. And it also, another thing that I found surprising is much like uh, with Space Hulk, right? It has a Space Hulk-like mode in it where you play, you know, a group of four players plays against waves of Tyranids. And, and it's not just gene stealers. It's the whole Tyranid cast is there, right? The Tyranid warriors and the Carnif- oh, wow. There's a Carnifex in it, and there's a, the Lictor. God, we fought a Lictor. That killed our, our whole party like three times. Um, all that stuff, right? And it's uh, – do you remember – you played Space Marine, right? We played that one night. Yeah, yeah, that's um, a lot of Okay, that game, Space Marine, in multiplayer – with, you know, like capturing points like ABC, you know, who, who can hold these places on the map with 20 versus 20 in there in a packed server all the time, right? It's good, it, it, you know, and, and, and it's like there's orcs or marines or, you know, what the, the chaos or you can be the, the not elves, Eldar. Um, and, you know, all four factions seem pretty balanced except for the orcs because they're assholes. But, um, you know, it's, it's good. And then there's this, uh, co-op mode. It's like the horde thing where you're going through basically a, a space dungeon and fighting, you know, waves of Tyranid bug monsters that are coming at you. And, and it's like, okay, we're in this room and it seals. And then you have to fight like, you know, how many waves of guys and then the door pops open and you can go to the next level. And sometimes you have to fight your way between the rooms. You know, like the because the boss fights will be like in a hallway or something. That's where the lictor got us at, and uh, we weren't ready for that. Um, but yeah, it was really good. I was shocked. There's a hell of a lot of the game there, and at twenty bucks, it's a do it. It is at twenty actually, bucks, it's buy it for you and your friend. It's actually on. It actually is nineteen ninety nine for the next twenty hours on Indie Gala. Really? Yes. Interesting. Is, I'll yes. wait for the Steam sale because it's going to come back down again. I just want to get it on Steam. And not I hope around. so. But if anyone wants to get it now, now, now. Um, oh, Hunter's here. And if you get it now, then let me know and I'll play with you. This is good. Um, oh, yeah, and Hybrid Wars. If you like a co-op thing and you like mechs and you like a top-down shooter, Hybrid Hunter, Wars. ladies and gentlemen. Even though it's in my... Hunter Mullins, brought to you by Space. I am one with the Force, and the Force is with me. Ah, yes. Rogue One. Yes. Dude, just saw it. Just saw it. Again? No, actually, for the first time. Oh, was it not awesome? Was it not? It was... Oh, my God. Dude, all all I'm going to say is... All I'm going to say is... I am 99.9% on board with everything with this film... Mm-hmm. Except for one tiny point zero one percent thing, S- CGI. Uh, and it's CGI, not even worth. No, 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 CGI. I can, I can overlook the CGI because it didn't actually really bother me that much. Like it, okay. it didn't take me out of the story. Like some people want to bitch about it, and some people want to complain about it. But I mean, really, given that the guy's been dead for how long now, they did a yeah. really good job at like trying to put him in there. It I mean, didn't bug me. Honest. I, I noticed it, but it didn't bug me. But anyway, please. Thank, thank God that Lucas is out of the picture because they would have had him in like a dance. Night. Jar Jar Binks. It would have been. <laughs> no, no, it would have been like the ghost of Tarkin like dances like it's a Coca-Cola ad. Remember, remember they had a guy that played him at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith, but he didn't say anything. Yes. Yeah. 
So no, maybe, he was there for like five seconds, and he yeah, like turns around and like. But he looks away. perfect, so I'm like, he can't see, he well, can't talk. From a, that from that a guy distance, can't. He looked perfect. Maybe. Anyway, what was if it's not spoilery? What was the one thing? Oh, I can't. I can't talk about it. Um, oh, okay. We'll talk later. We'll all, talk later. All, yeah, all, all I'm gonna say is it. Is it at it, the end of the movie or the middle yes, or what? Yes, okay. it's at the. It's actually it's actually an element of the very end. All I'm gonna say is it's just a, a handoff thing. Like there's there's like a thing that they do that kind of doesn't for me make sense. At, I think I know what you're talking four. about. I think I know what you're talking well, about. We'll talk later. It's like yeah. the only thing that kind of bugs me, but everything else was like oh, so so good. So good. I think it's just under Empire for me. As it, in terms it's, it's of there. this, the space battle was stellar. holy shit. The the Star Destroyer thing. That's all I'm gonna say. But you know what I'm talking about with the Star Destroyer oh, thing. Dude. Shit I, I, yes. Like, shit I yes. Like, I mean, one was great. Two was even better. Woo-hoo! Did you see the post that was in the Home World group? No, uh, they, no. they had they had a they had somebody took a picture of the screen in the middle of the fight. Right, uh, involving the blockade runner, you know what I'm mm. talking about? Yes. Mm. Yeah, and they and they were like, "Oh my god, they finally put it in Star Wars!" And it was it was like one of the ramming frigates from Homeworld. Oh yeah, no, 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 it's, it's not it's not a, it's not a ship from Homeworld. It's actually it's a ship. It's actually no, a ship it's it's from a Knights it's a Republic. Yeah, yeah, it's like a big modified up uh, blockade runner. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's like a hammerhead a blockade hammer. runner with big ass engine. Yeah, but it but it was like they showed they showed that thing like. Ram and the Star Destroyer, and then they showed uh, spoilers. Um, and then they had a picture of the thing from Homeworld, and they were it, like, "Well, it took not, them ten years to get it in there." It's, it's, it's similar, not, but it's not the same. Not the I know, same. but the, but they were just having. fun. But yeah, everyone, right. y'all need to go see Rogue One. Seriously, it's way better than the Force Awakens. If you were disappointed with the Force Awakens, like I was, don't let that hold you back from seeing Rogue One. It's it's Is there any rap seriously, in it? seriously good <laughs> no. shit. No, but you know what's funny though. You know, if you want to talk about if you want to talk about people complaining about stuff, I find it funny that people are complaining about the CG when Darth Vader's voice kind of freaked me out. Really, really? it's not James Earl like the way. <laughs> it, oh, it no, is. It, is, it is. It is. But it it's is. like it's like old James Earl. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, yeah. I mean, like I, I'm glad they got James Earl to do, but it's just kind of like. It's like it's like Grandpa Vader. <laughs> he's got he's got jowls now. The guy he can't get around that, you know. But you know what? You know what? Damn it! I love him, so it's okay. But still, like that. Yeah, yeah. It was great to see badass. It was great to see. We were talking about that earlier. It was great to see. It was great to see badass Vader back in action rather than. Oh my son from Jedi! Uh, no, 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 this is like Vader slasher horror movie that we've never seen before. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. Jason. Yeah, he, he he should have like a hockey mask on, right? And he <laughs> just steps out of the dark, like. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait! Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Anyway, there's just a scene where Vader just goes ballistic. That's all yeah, I'm gonna and say. It's, just, it's marvelous. Fucking, the whole yeah, movie really. The whole movie really is marvelous. Worth your time if you like Star right. Wars. Anyway. Where were we? We were talking about games we were disappointed in, I think. Um, yeah, right? well, I, I was saying uh, Hybrid Wars, which I, is an excellent game, right? It's it's from Wargaming, the guys that make World of Tanks. It has nothing to do with World of Tanks, but that's kind of 
a little bit why I'm disappointed with it. Um, because it's a, it's a top down mech shooting game. Right. And if you get shot out of the mech, you can run around and find another mech, but it's primarily like I'm in the mech. Most of the, the thing it's a mech game. And I was shocked that it's co-op only and there's no player versus player in this thing. I was expecting like, well, it's going to have a single player thing. It'll have, it'll have some co-op and then we're going to get online and, and have, you know, like wars on a big map with each other. Nah, not really. It's missing. God, I would, I would buy the game again if it was, cause I've, have you played running with rifles? Dude, this would be running with rifles in max if it just had multiplayer in it, but it doesn't. So, mm. um, but it, I guess it's like, you know, you and a buddy co-op, you can play through the campaign. All right. But once you do it, it's like, ah, we did it. It's done. So there, it needs something more. And coming from the world of tanks, people obvious is obvious, right? Like I was expecting, but nope. Um, syndrome. Yeah. You want to avoid that. And uh, Gears of War 2, I'm so glad, Hunter, your timing is excellent because you're here for Gears of War 4, uh, your experience, sir, with Gears uh, of War 4. Let me, let, me, let me put it to you this way. Um, I only got it because I have some console buddies that were like, hey, man, I hear you can play it on your PC and I can play it on my Xbox. Let's try and do some Gears of War. I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I played through the trilogy on the Xbox 360 back in the day. It was all right. I'm not really big on the whole third-person shooter as much. Like, you know, the third-person cover shooter game, unless it's Mass Effect, because that's a little different, in my opinion. But uh, mainly because it's more of an RPG than a third-person shooter game. Um, So, the new Gears of War is fun. Um... And the fact that I can do crossplay is fantastic. The only thing I don't like is Windows Store, like the Microsoft Windows Store, like that. That is just atrocious, beyond belief. Um, like I get, I get Microsoft and Windows, like they're wanting to come back into the PC uh, gaming market kind of thing. I just someone just bumped me here. Hold on. Uh, anyway. Like, I get that they're trying to come back into the PC, like, realm of things, and they're trying to, like, please PC gamers, but it's just, like, they're they're already alienating so many people um, with their uh, ecosystem. It's just, uh, like, you know, Call of Duty is a great example of this. And it wasn't necessarily Microsoft's fault, but it, it's, like, it's, like, secondhand Microsoft's fault, right? Like... Because of the way they designed their ecosystem, the developer chose not to like incorporate being able to play with people who have the Steam version with the people who could play through the Windows Store version. Like, there's something to do with the Microsoft Windows ecosystem that just kind of janks that, right? So they didn't even put it in at all. So, um, but to get back on your like question of Gears of War, uh, Gears of the new Gears of War is actually fun, um, and you can play it on the PC and you can play it with your Xbox buddies. I'm honestly considering picking up uh, Halo Wars 2 because you can play Halo Wars 1 on the PC now through that. But, like, it's, it's, it, the leery thing is, is that, that Windows market. Uh-huh. Yeah, the whole Windows app store that's in Windows 10. No one uses it from what I understand. 
Well, if you're going to play Gears of War, you do. <laughs> That's the problem, right? And then, uh, you know, that whole deal where you can't install the game where you want to, it's going it's to kinda, install on the C drive. And, it's kind of like this. What? It's kind of like, yeah, well, no, 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 there's there's no hacking. There's actually, it actually prompts you now, dude. Like, I, when I oh, went install Gears changed of War, it. it was like, it was like, hey, where do you want to install this? Uh, like, we ha- we see you have more than one hard drive. Where would you like it? And I was like, sweet, let me put it here. Yeah, um, the, the so first like, wave it, of people they, that they, bought they, that, they, they it was like, it, you were screwed. Yeah, yeah, they've patched it now to be like, oh, you can install it wherever you want. But at first, it was like, only on your C drive. And I'm like, bitch, I only have like 15 gigs left. Shut up. Anyway. Who, um, who does that? Like, what company like ships that? And it's that way busted ass for months. And then finally, when a popular game comes out, then it's an issue because people rock. Yeah, I um, I, I will say this though, like it, it's it's frustrating on so many levels because it's like it's a callback to Origin, right? So like when Origin first came out, it was like, all right, we're going to put Mass Effect three Mass Effect three exclusively on Origin. You can't play it through Steam. You can't buy it through Steam. You can only get a code, and you have to play it through Origin. And I was like, really? Because, like, the first two and all the DLC for them are on Steam. Like, why are you not uh, putting that on their ecosystem? But it, it's to funnel it to theirs. It's to, like, it's exclusivizing uh, your different game management software. On your, and, which is funny because, like, you think about the computer. It's like, well, it all plays on the computer. What, what difference does it make? Well, they're wanting to control the money, right? They're like, well, we see Steam over there is taking all the cash. So we're going to like cut that and take the ca- some of that cash back, which is like kind of understandable. But when you're EA and and Origin, like you're kind of already like uh, a money suck to begin with. So they're just like the big Hoover of of, of money. That sounds annoying. Oh, it, it is. I mean, have, do you use Origin? Like my Origin actually broke. I can't even launch it um, anymore. To I I. Use it a little bit here and there. Like I was using it for Need for Speed Most Wanted a little while back. Uh, that's pretty much the most I've used it for. Like I've gotten a few games from it. Like I got like SimCity Societies on there, but I haven't gotten around yeah. to playing it yet. But I hear it's really good. We um, should go back and visit the crew because they had that deal where they gave it away for free. Oh and, yeah, like they added yeah, that. Uh, so that a lot of people Cops have and robbers. They had that Cops yeah, and that DLC. Zero zero interest in that. Because like they already got me on the DLC, well they they got me on the DLC for the whatever that other thing was, right? Uh, That was relentless. It would not shut up. It's like, hey, do you want to do this event? And then you drive over there, and it's like, wah wah. You don't have the DLC. Oh yeah, I hated that. What was that other game that we played that we ejected from pretty quickly, Jim? Oh, Uh, Battleborn. You mean? Oh god, Jesus. Yeah, we already covered that. Okay, yeah, I was about to say I couldn't I couldn't hit the return button fast enough. Well the problem was it was made by the same guys that made Borderlands, and it's not as good a game as Borderlands, yet it's the same as Borderlands. Wait, was it was it the same so guys? Why, yeah. It was Gearbox. Jesus. And if you look Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem, right? It's like, hey guys, we got like um Overwatch Borderlands here, if you want to... Like, it had a lot of problems with story, right? But, like, it just had poor execution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you... By the way, Overwatch. I'm not even going to get into that. But did you hear about it? Uh, No. I mean, I bought it to play with a friend, and then I'm just kind of like... All right, you don't know what I'm talking about. 
you didn't hear about it. We'll cover that off the air. Okay. But I'm, 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 I, I think, oh, actually, I think I know what you're talking about, but we'll talk off the air. I'm highly disappointed that Blizzard needs to sexualize characters. Period. Just don't do it. Just like there, there's somebody on the screen. They run around with a gun. That's all I need to know, right? So I'll leave it at that. All right. But I, I'm, 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 I'm so triggered. All right, we're done. <laughs> we're done with that topic. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh. Anyway, this year, 2016 was a weird year. I'm, I'm in a lot of ways, especially in games. Like I just, I mean, I, I think about like Microsoft in there. Like I'm, I know I'm coming back to this, but really, it's just kind of like you, Microsoft's really wanting to try, and it's just like how. How can you miss the mark? You used to be a company that was so good at this. But, you know, the good news is, is Age of Empires mm-hmm. 2 is yet again getting another expansion. Yeah, that, that looks is really good. That is entertaining. That looks really good. Uh, I, I do mean to get that. I went to a Microsoft GameStop back in 1999. This is when they were at really the height of like Age of Empires 2, Age of Mythology, Freelancer was a couple years away. Oh, uh, yeah, man. My parents met at GameStop. Uh, it was awesome. It's like, don't take the brown but was, <laughs> but there was, like, so much good PC gaming shit there, and there was so they were they were just so dedicated. They were, like, so invested in they PC had Songsmith gaming. in... What? He's, he's Song, making more Songs. references. What's that? It was a Microsoft product of the 90s. Was it? Smith, I, I thought yeah. that was that guitar thing where you... Isn't that that guitar game where you can actually use an actual guitar? Oh, no, no. This was, a, this was like auto-tune before auto-tune. This, oh. is, this is where T-Pain comes from. If Without Microsoft, T-Pain... I don't remember that at all. I just remember they had like... The, the voice commander and the game commander and all this all this hardware and software and game pads and joysticks and... Do you, like, do you remember? Fuck it. Do you remember, do you remember when they had the cast of Friends on the Microsoft Windows oh, ninety five? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the, this was in the same deal. era. Songsmith was Songsmith was, was in that era, and you know how Microsoft every time they they make a commercial thing, it's it's just so um, it's like off key. It's like listening to you know funny because Songsmith, but it's like it's like listening to somebody sing a song off key. It's just like oh god, it's bad. Like you people don't know how to make a commercial. It's it, it's so tacky, weird. And this commercial was right in that. It it was like if if I had to point at an example of like this is how Microsoft does it, the Songsmith ad would be it. Uh, did you guys cover at all? Did you guys cover at all any of the uh, the division stuff? Did you talk about that, Jim? Uh, briefly at the uh, beginning. Well, the t- I talked about how. Yes, I'm so so upset that you can't see the front of the ugly Christmas sweater. What is the point of selling me a seven dollar ugly Christmas sweater if I can't see the chest of it? You put a bulletproof vest over it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, they lost I my just, money. They would have had. Well, it. That's that's all I wanted games. was reindeer. That's one of those games that was like it's so close but yet misses by a lot. Even like the new Call of Duty was the same way. It's like it was so close but misses by a lot. Yeah, you know, it, the new it, they, it's not bad. I, I, yeah. I, I bought it for Joan, so we're gonna dive into that tomorrow night. Actually, 
Um, Tom Chick was saying on his one of his lists that um, he thought Homefront, the Homefront, the Revolution was basically the game the Division wanted to be, but since it was single player, it could do a lot more. Could, yeah. Well, that was okay. just it, though. Like the single player had a lot of interesting things in the Division, right? Like you could you could do like the, it was kind of intriguing, in my opinion. And you could also bring a friend along, right? Like you could you could co-op that, which was cool. But then, like. By the time you got done with the story, there was nothing much more left to do except for really go and, and do the, the, the Dark Zone, which was just a lot of, like, I mean, it's like going into Nullsec and EVE Online. It's just nothing but a bunch of assholes, like, just everywhere, so. Yeah, that's true. But the the thing to me, which apparently is still a problem, is that if you're level 20 and I'm level 10, we better not step into the same instance together. Or I'm gonna get one shot. So, so scaling is still not a thing in 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 this game. Come on, guys! It's it's the game industry in 2016. Can we not scale? Well, they're they're just like, well, you'll be level 30 in a day, so it doesn't matter, you know, because the focus of the game is like race up to level 30 and then loot grind, and and it's like, well, what about all the missions and stuff that I could have been running around? Like, no, is it like just buzz past all that content to get to the grind? Is that what you thought? Like. Hmm. No, I want to do the missions. I want to have fun, but I want to be able to play with somebody that isn't necessarily lockstep with me in the game every single moment. Right? It's like, hey, I ran into my buddy. They're online. I want to play with them. Ah, well, you're ten levels different, so you can't. Or, well, I, like with you, like I come in the zone, and it's like, don't leave the front door. We'll be back. <laughs> We're gonna go in here and kill everything. You just suck up some XP. No, that's not fun. No, it's That's not. Why I it really rage isn't. with that thing. Yeah, which is it's kind of like um, it's like it's like Diablo, right? Let's, we you know we were playing Diablo two the other night, and uh, you know if you have someone that's like in there and you and he's like max, you know he's like not max level, but he's like gone through, he's like beating the whole thing. He's like, hey buddy, I'll help you like power level, and he just like goes through and clears the room, and you're just kind of like walking through the maps, and you're just like, man, I I just wanted to play, like this isn't fun. I've not played these games, so I can't comment. <laughs> yeah, you played Diablo 2! That was the other night. Headclot's like, my entire experience with Eve has been a bunch of assholes and backstabbing, and I'm like, yeah, that's just the people on your team. <laughs> hmm. That's why I but was true! So, that's what that, that I was saying. That's why I'm so, I was so anti-multiplayer for so long. Because my initial experience was just a bunch of dicks. Mm. Speaking of multiplayer, pencils. yeah, fractured space. Yeah, I haven't played it since they updated it again. But apparently, mm. they they put yet another major update. Like they changed the ship physics and again? stuff, and made the ships like a lot more maneuverable. And yeah, apparently, so we need to revisit that. So let's start wrapping up. We've been on for about two hours, and uh, I'm getting tired. Um. So let's let's take a look at a few. I think we talked about these um, beforehand. So let's take a look at a few categories. Um, so most plays. So most played game. Jim, you said it's Arma Three. Absolutely, Arma Three. How I'm many hours? Would, Arma 3. How many hours would you say you put into that this year? Uh, let me let me look. And Hunter, for you, it's Eve uh, Online. You said. Oh, yeah, 300, well, 361 hours so far this year. And I've and I've only really been playing it since like September. So yeah. Wow. 
Sorry, you were saying, Henry? Um, yeah, I couldn't exactly tell you how many hours I've put into Eve in just this year alone. Um, as you know, with Steam, they don't they haven't always tracked hours since the beginning of time with things. And yeah, um, I've been playing I've been playing Eve since like before it was on Steam to begin with. Well, that um, shut the down so you're always playing eve whether you're there or not right oh yeah because was because when you open the launcher it's like it sits there in the in the taskbar and steam and um like discord pick it up as me still playing but um i mean i and i also don't always launch it through steam i know i launch it and discord picks it up but it says i've had i've got 463 hours uh on here and according to steam i've last played uh december 3rd which is totally not true i played like two nights ago so I clearly don't launch it through Steam all the time, but um, I, I would say at least this year, uh, Eve has definitely been my most played game. But second to that, it's really kind of hard to put a finger on most played. I, I would venture to say Grand Theft Auto Five is pretty close. Um, God, I feel like there's a bunch of games I was playing with Jim for a while. But it's never been I anything remember, like long, I remember before we started playing Eve again when we used to play games together. Yeah. <laughs> the good old days when we were young. Oh no. Here we go. Um Yeah, it's just weird. Like I really can't think of like I really can't think of uh anything other than that. There is a way though, if I'm not mistaken, to look at your profile and it'll tell you like your most played games on Steam at least. You know, you know why Hunter can't remember anything? Because he got he got potted and hadn't saved his clone, and he just doesn't remember anything. They <laughs> that's so that. funny. You know, it would be funny if it was true. Still, they it's not yeah, true they anymore. Got rid of that. Uh, they care bared it. Um, I, I it, you know, here's an interesting fact. We should all do this. Top five games on Steam with as far as hours are concerned. Uh, mine's Eve Online, Space Engineers, Grand Theft Auto Five, Star Trek Online, and Ark. Ugh. Okay, that's 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 interesting. Let me look. I like Ark with that Star Trek online. I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, which is weird though, because again, I don't always play games through Steam. So it's like I've got games on GOG. I've played games through Origin. I've played like you know, Steam doesn't track all of that stuff. So, and not to mention all the retro games that I have to try and get working. <laughs> what about you, Brian? What's your most played game this year? Before you fall asleep on us. No, I'm not falling asleep. I'm just looking it up. Uh, oddly <laughs> enough, Lord of the Rings Online has got to be my most played game of the year. Because I don't play what? a lot of... Yeah, I don't play a lot of games for very long. Like, I'll play them for five or six hours and usually move on. Like, the exception I would have figured Elder Scrolls. Well, I did put in... In this year, I probably put in about 30 hours into Skyrim this year. No, I mean um, ESO. Oh no! Actually, I've played a lot of ESO, uh, but I've played a lot more Lord of the Rings Online. For I don't know why they're both awesome. I love them both, but I play Lord of the Rings Online more. I'm not entirely sure why that is. Um, let me look up my top five games, though. Okay, so it's oh, this is all fucked up. Uh, Civilization Five is my top one. Well, I'm glad somebody finally got around to playing that. Yeah, if I go back to recently played, though, I would it would, it would be like Space Engineers, GTA. Um, 
I uh, I loaded up my old Lord of the Rings account, although none of my characters are still there. Womp womp. Did you try the transfer option? Apparently that works for a lot of people. Like, don't select a server, just select transfer. It'll find your old characters. That's what Really? Oh, that's yeah, interesting. That's what I heard. Because a lot Ruma of servers... has it. Yeah, because a lot of servers got merged, apparently, a year or two ago. Um... That would make sense. A lot of a lot of MMOs go through that process. That's true. Yeah. Um, but there were a lot of like this has been a good year and a weird year of gaming. Like I would I would say it was like good and bad weird. Like it was just kind of all over the place. Like, yeah, it was really all over the place. Like there were some games we wanted to come out that didn't, like Limit Theory, Star Citizen. Um, I was going to say Star Citizen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one knows what's going. No, I mean, they they're trying to tell us what's going on, but do we really know? I feel like a reporter. Do we really know what's going on behind Star Citizen at eleven? <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, I think it's mostly been a good year. I think. I mean, for me, there were some surprises. Like, um, I'd say the biggest surprise for me was Homefront the Revolution. Because I heard um, the first Homefront was just piss poor. But then the folks behind the sequel kept patching it, and it's really good. It's, like, really good. Oh, you know what a surprise for me was, actually? Mm. Um, we're going to have them on the show next month, but um, um, uh, Space Engineers actually had an update to beta yeah. that is that is shockingly improved. Now, don't get me wrong; there's still it's it's beta. It's not a full release, so there's still right. a couple other glitches that come up. We did notice that a few of us tested out some of the multiplayer with like you can do like a, an instance thing where like I start a game and you can just join it. Um, and we ran into a lot of synchronization errors with that. Like, just like I would launch a ship, and everybody else would be like, "You're still sitting on the ground." And I'm like, "I'm in space." No, you're still sitting on the ground. Oh, that's weird. Uh, so we had like we noticed those kinds of things. But when we did a dedicated server, the stability was even more improved. Um, yeah. But there, there's still some like it's it's weird because like the 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 playing is smoothed out. Like you have a lot more smooth gameplay than you did before. But there's just every now and then there's like a sync issue where it's just like I destroyed this block and someone's like, well, I still see it. And then five seconds later, it disappears for them, too. Um, But like it used to be like really jaggedy to like where you'd walk around and you'd fall through a planet or you couldn't walk on a ship while it was moving. Like you can do all of these things now without problems. Oh, my God. So. Once once they improve their synchronization issue, like they're going to it's going to be a really good game. That's really good to hear. And the, have... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say one last thing. And they added a campaign mission, like an actual like three-part what? mission campaign that you can play in single player. Yeah. What? I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't played it yet myself, but I saw it in there when I loaded it up. I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. Actually, I have to, ta- I have to take back my last answer. My most surprising game wasn't from this year. Uh, the game that surprised me the most was Star Crusader, that 1994 game I've been playing. It, oh, yeah. it might be better than TIE Fighter, you guys. Nope. I, Blast I, me. I, Brian, I, Brian, I just, we're sad to report I, Brian's I, no I'm, longer part of Space Game Junkie. I'm, I'm, not even, I'm not even being hyperbolic. It, it, it's definitely better than Wing Commander 3, which came out at the same time. Definitely better than Wing Commander 3. But it's got... It's, 
more depth. It's hard. It's, it's, it's hard to top Tie Fighter, in it, my opinion. I, man. I know. I know. It might even be up. I'm okay. Maybe not beat it, but it's maybe on par with Tie Fighter. I think. I think Tie Fighter has better combat, but in terms of depth and story, I think Star Crusader might be a little better. Wow, that's that's really shocking to hear because I no one is more my, shocked my, about this than me. Because in my opinion, like the bar is set pretty high. With, I mean, graphically speaking, Tie Fighter ain't that great, right? Like, no. I mean, it kind of it, it, it kind of is not. Bad. It's like it's not unplayable, like bad. But I mean, it, it's not you know Unreal Engine Four. Clearly, you could tell however, it's a twenty-year-old game. You could t- clearly tell it's a twenty-year-old game. However, yeah. like gameplay wise and like story wise, it's still uh it's still pretty up there. So. It's pretty up there, but I'm saying the story for um the story for Star Crusader is amazing. The voice acting I would say is on par with anything you'll get today. And the story with it's got and the, there's depth like you get to a point where you can select your own wingman, you can select wingmen to do secondary missions like resource acquisition or rescue missions or a plan B in case your mission fails. There are stealth missions and assault missions and you actually switch sides in the war or, or not. You get a choice to switch sides at one point. Oh, Star Crusader had books, huh? Yeah. And, and, and there's branching missions. So like you might not even get that far. You can like fail a mission, but keep going another few missions and then fail completely it it's got so fucking much to it it's just shocking how much there is to this game but because tie fighter and wing commander came out the same year it got buried i mean i i'm at fault for that as well i i was like this is kind of neat ooh tie fighter you know <laughs> and it's it it it's sad um so yeah i'm I'm shocked to hear myself say these words, but it might be on par with TIE Fighter. Maybe even better in some ways. You know, I think TIE Fighter actually looked better. TIE Fighter did look better. I mean, the the weakest part of Star Crusader is the actual combat. Because the radar isn't that great. Uh, the, um, the accuracy, I'm not that good at hitting things. Uh, the graphics are very pixelated. Uh, <laughs> so the actual combat is decent. But everything else is so good, it, like, elevates the entire game. You know what I mean? Sure thing, boss. Sadly, Headclot, you cannot get Star Crusader digitally. You would have to go out there and buy the CD-ROM on eBay, which not only is cheap, it's like 10, 15 bucks. Um, It actually uses legacy Roland hardware, if you have it. So, uh... (laughs) So I've been using my my Roland unit. Um, I guess I want to end on this one last thing. 2016 was a good year for hardware for me. What about you guys? Was a what year for you? Good year for hardware. Like any good, any awesome hardware acquisitions this year? I I oh no 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 I did I got a um I got the Razer turret. Um, that thing's actually really sweet um it's the keyboard and mouse combo for the living room right it's got like the magnetic trackpad for the mouse to like uh roll around on um and it's all designed to be able to like play like 
you know, PC games in the living room with a mouse and keyboard. Uh, it is, it is, it is kind of small, right? And I've got, I've got big, you know, burly hands, right? But, um, it, I've got a, a coffee table that I can just put it on and I just can sit there. And I was, I was streaming like, uh, Portal, like, and I, and mind you, I'm streaming games from my PC to my Shield console in the living room and playing on the Shield console in my living room with, with like Portal 2. Um, I've even played, um, I was playing some first-person shooter the other day. I forget which one it was I was doing, besides Portal 2. I played StarCraft on it, and it was just, it was smooth. It was really responsive. I was really impressed. Uh, Yeah, it sounds awesome. I have a Steam link. I kind of want to get it for that. I wonder if it would work. Now, after the testing, it does have two modes. It's got the Bluetooth. It has a Bluetooth capability, right? So it can sync. Like right up if it's got if you have a Bluetooth device you can just sync it right to the Bluetooth device. Oh. I I I have Bluetooth on my shield and I found the Bluetooth to be um, not very smooth uh, connection. The gameplay was actually really jittery, uh, but it also has like a USB little connector dongle that you can put in there, and that that is where it shone through like really well. Like it connected uh, right up and it was like smooth gameplay. And the little docking station charges the whole thing. Uh, oh, wow. so worth it. So worth it. In my opinion, I, I love it. But, but, you know, for a big guy like you and a big guy like me, if you have a coffee table, you can just sit it on and play on the coffee table. You're better off or something like, you know, maybe like a dinner tray, like in front of you or something, or like a lap tray, you, you, you'll, uh, you'll have better, um, better time with it. Wait, what is it called again? The Razer Turret. It used to be like $130 and I found it at Best Buy for like 90 Okay. Yeah, I'm just I'm just I'm taking notes on all this stuff so I can include them in the show notes because people want to know what we're talking about. Uh Jim, what would you say your biggest hardware, uh your b- biggest best purchase hard of hardware was this year? Um I haven't really bought any hardware all year. Well no, I'll take that back. I got the uh the X fifty six, the Hodas. Oh, that's been pretty decent. Like yeah, that's right. You did. Yeah. Um, I uh, I continue to resist buying an Oculus Rift. Uh, yeah. So I, I'll say that's my my best. Not bought it. Yeah. Yet. Um. Yeah. Just just because, right? It's like what I find out is that even though my laptop's got a pair of nine seventies in it, they're nine seventy M's, which are apparently lesser than a 970 so people people were like oh yeah your rift won't even turn on if you get one it's like really but what i'm gonna try though is um there's this app that's called moonlight for your android phone and if you have an nvidia card you can then stream like the nvidia shield tablet has that in home streaming where it just like broadcasts your computer screen to the phone um and apparently it is way low latency if you do that. And that way I can run it through like Tridef VR and it'll make stereoscopic. And then I threw it to my phone and just Google cardboard it and I'll see if that works. And that'll be kind of my, like my Oculus thrift. Um, <laughs> because I, I played a little bit of, uh, of fallout three with that setup. But I but I had a laggier thing because it, it was uh, Trinus 3D or something that it, it was just not good over Wi-Fi and you have to root the phone in order to use a USB tether 
and because uh, my phone carrier sucks. And yeah, so I had to go through the root process on the phone and just could not get it to root because it was like marshmallow was a new thing and it there wasn't a good root yet. So I gave up on it. Well, now that I've discovered the the whole NVIDIA thing and I've got a Shield tablet and I've witnessed like, wow, it will push a 1080p screen across the house with no lag. I was like, oh, well, now it's time to try the phone again. Because yep. that was the problem is I was only getting like five frames a second and you're trying to play Fallout at like five frames a second with about a half second delay. It's like not good. But it was enough to let me see like, wow, that's what it looks like in 3D. It was bonkers even an ancient game like that. And that's the other thing about the rift that just doesn't really excite me is, is like if they said, Hey, you know what? Oculus Rift, get it. You can play all your old games because if you, if you look the NVIDIA, they have that uh, 3d vision thing that they sell for NVIDIA, which is like LCD shutter glasses. And then you have to have a monitor that does 120 Hertz, which I don't know anybody that's got one of those, but if you had a 120 Hertz monitor, then it drops it to 60 and 60 for each eye and it, sh- and it flickers, you know, e- every other frame is left eye, right eye. And then it's the LCD glasses also go left eye, right eye, blanks the other eye. So it, and I have seen uh, over at a buddy of mine's house that had one. Um, I, I played like world of Warcraft for a few minutes in 3d, like way back, man, this was like in like 2008, 2009, and it looked damn good back then. So it's just like, well, shit, man, if you just said with the Oculus Rift, it's like, hey, you could do that right now because that technology has been around since 2008, and you can pipe that shit straight into your headset because you're good to go. I would have an Oculus right now, but because I have to get it and then still hack stuff to be able to play my old games on it, it's just like, yeah, I'll just I'll take the thrift route. I'll, I'll go full hack on it. That's fine. I'm probably going to get uh, like a Vive or something once I upgrade in a year or two. I'm not in a rush. Well, well here's the, the trick, man. If you, go, if you go to Walmart for like 15 bucks, you can get a, a headset. Hey. Your phone in. I'm, I'm, I don't even, I don't have the right phone for that even. I have a Nexus 5, so I don't even have the right phone. So No, that's a fine phone. That'll work fine. Really? It's, it's meant for a five-inch phone. Yep. Really? Yeah. Okay, send me a link. I'll look into it. I'm okay. not super jazzed about it, but I'll look into it. Well, you, you won't be super jazzed until you look at it once, and then you'll just be like, oh, God, and then you'll try to find a way to make it work, because that's what I'm doing. Oh. It's like I've, I've just been waiting and until I could figure out a low-latency way, and I think I've got it now, because I discovered that moonlight thing. Because otherwise, it was like, well, you have to have an NVIDIA tablet in order to use the, the streamcasting thing that it does. And then these guys came out with this Moonlight, which is an emulator for that. And you can put it on any phone. I was like, okay, now, now we're in business. So mm. we'll see. Well, I got to say, my, I, I think the favorite hardware I purchased this year, and I did purchase some, was these Roland MIDI units. I knew um, that was coming. Yeah, I, I love the, whenever I can get a game to run with these things, I'm so happy. So, so happy. Uh, the folks, this year, if you're not aware, I got a Roland MT32 and a Roland SC55, and um, they're wonderful when for games that use them, older DOS games and stuff like that. Oh, 
Hey, I wonder, they just put Imperia Galact- Imperium Galactica out on GOG this week, right? Yes. I wonder if it supports it. Is that MIDI music on that, that or that might, was Redbook? That might be a little late. Um, I think the last games that supported either of these things were maybe 95, 96 maybe, and Imperium Galactica was 97. But it was like a DOS game. It was like the last one of the last DOS games to come out, like ever. So I don't hmm. know. That's, I'll have to look into that. Uh, I did buy that on uh, GOG yeah. like immediately because that is a great game, by the way. Um, very weird. Very different. Very, a little bit different than uh, a lot of other 4X games, but really good. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, let's wrap so it up. So you, you have the Steam oh. box, right? Not the, the Shield. No, I have the Steam Link. Yeah. Oh, that Steam was, Link. I did That's get that this year. Yeah. Was that this year? Was that last yes. I think well, you, that, you still you find yourself good. still using it or not? So I much? do use it every now and again. Uh, I do prefer gaming at my PC, but there is there are opportunities where like I want to be out in the living room with Nicole, so I will pop on something over the Steam Link. But I've also had people over now and again, and we'll play like some co op games or some Lego games over it, and it works great. I mean, I have it over a wired connection. Um, but there is like no latency at all. I'm probably actually going to get a USB hub for it so I can plug in four 360 controllers. Yeah, that finally um, makes the sale case for couch co-op games because there's a few games that are yeah. on Steam that are just like, it's couch co-op. And it's like, who has a PC? Like I do, but I'm the exception. Right? There, are a, there, are a lot, there are a lot of local co-op games on Steam. A lot. Um, and a it's lot like, of them... Get, crowd around my... PC kids. You know? Yeah, unless no. you have a huge monitor, not so much. But on the TV, like, uh, Nicole and I a little while back spent like three hours playing the Lego movie game. And it was great. It was it was fantastic. How, how would you rate the Lego movie game versus other Lego games? Uh, I've only like played most of the Lego. Uh, it's a little more, it's a little simpler than those yeah. games. I, I would say it's like, it's a good introductory Lego game. Um. But it's also it's great. Like even if if you've seen the movie, there's a lot of like extra shit. Like you run around the town and stuff, and all the other worlds, and it's just great. Um, I would, but I would say it's a bit simpler than like Lego. Like I've also tried to get her to play Lego Clone Wars with me, which is pretty. I think the best of the Star Wars Lego games. Um, and it was a little tougher. It was a little the plus the like. Like you know how the Lego games are like you have to use a le- you have to have at least two people playing to f- solve this one puzzle, and it was a bit more blatant in the Star Wars game than it was in the uh, Lego movie game. So I would say the Lego movie game was um, a little bit easier to get into. Huh. Um, but yeah, I really love my Steam Link. It is a great little device. I know some people who well, if they have a strong Wi-Fi connection, it works great over that. As well, uh, huh? I was I was actually gonna say Wi-Fi and streaming games. Even if yeah. you do have a strong Wi-Fi, it uh, if you can somehow hardwire that thing, you're gonna be in a much better position. Because the last yeah. thing you need is to be like in the middle of something and then it like freezes because like the transmission of the game, yeah, and it like cuts back in and you're like dead or some something like that. Yeah, that's me how I know. <laughs> wired all the way, wired all the way. I mean, sometimes if you can't snake a wire around, if you have these, if you have good uh, internal electric wiring, um, was that 
power plug? Power plug? Oh yeah, yeah, you can. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they send called? Ethernet over your power lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know some people who that works wonderfully for, and some people not so much. It depends on the electrical wiring in your building. But if you can get that to work, even that's better than Wi-Fi for streaming. Gaming. Yeah, but that being said, though, I've seen Hunter sit here and play a game from his house down in Charlotte. And it oh, yeah, that was right. So, I, I forgot. I did that. Oh. I uh, Over a VPN, I Steam in-home streamed a game to my, my laptop. <laughs> that's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. Because I'm a nerd. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, that laptop didn't give a shit. <laughs> it was just like, okay, I'll eat it. I don't so, care. <laughs> so let us wrap it up. Uh, friends, this is the last podcast of 2016. We're taking next week off because of Christmas and everything. So, gentlemen, I want to thank you for being awesome co-hosts this year. It has been – we've had some great guests on this year. It has been a really good year for this show, I think. We've had some uh, some really good guests. Um. I, I really can't think of a show that was bad, honestly. Well, maybe one or two. <laughs> I'm not going to say which. but um, I know the one. Yeah. Yeah, you know. All I have to say is we had a bad show once or twice, and Jim especially. Hunter, I think you might have missed that one. Jim especially. Oh, no, he one. was here for it. Oh, you were there for that one? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've mostly blocked it out. <laughs> I think I've mostly blocked it out. Are you talking about? Are you talking about the uh, last Federation one? No. no, no. It was the. It was the guy. Don't that say it. Don't make, say it. He was making a game, but he didn't really know what he was making. But he he had some stuff oh, in the asset store. He had some that ideas. Was, guy. Yeah. He had some ideas. That guy. He wanted to he make was a similar game. to yeah, the last guy. Federation guy. He was. Where was? Or, which one was that game? It was something like it sounded like Star Trek. It was similar. But um. Yeah, 2017 is already looking to be a, a good year. I've already we've already got some good guests for 2017. We got the space engineers guy. We got the guy behind Star Crusader. Um, so hopefully 2017 will be even a better better year for gaming and for the show. Um, so this Thursday is also the last Thursday stream of the year. We're gonna try and play Space Merchants Arena for like 10 minutes until we're like, this sucks. <laughs> Because that's you already know. It's have probably you played it. I have played it once, and I I was wow, in there for like twenty a, minutes, I'm and I was like, "You're going back for uh, a second dose." Well, you that. know, they sent me a key. We should at least do it, you know. Um, but no, prob- we could encourage their sales by not covering the no, game. No, no, and- no. <laughs> <laughs> but we're <laughs> we have a we have a plan B of Space Hulk, Space for War. Space, space Marine, Deathwing, or Space Beast Terrifrite. <laughs> whatever uh, that one game is called, well, I don't know. If we can get four people, we'll probably do Deathwing, because you apparently have space, to have four people. Space Hulk Wing Death. You apparently you this have is gonna to be, have? This is going to be like that, like that uh, Blast Hard Cheese Mystery Science Theater. It's going to be like huge. Space, sp- space Hulk Steel Jeans. <laughs> oh my god. Roll fizzle beef. But yeah, we're going to be back, folks, on January 3rd to talk about what we're looking forward to potentially in 2017 if they come out, which we hope they will. Um, so, uh, and and in general, not just with games, but with movies. Like, have you guys seen the John Wick 2 trailer? Holy shit. I cannot oh, I don't know how like, there could be a John Wick 2. He killed everybody in town in the first Except movie. him. 
Well, apparently it's gone international now. That's what's happening. If you look at the trailer. Hey, guys. Yeah. 2017, 2017 is going to be great for for a number of reasons. And oh, one wow. of them, uh, Alien Covenant, I believe, is coming out next year, I think. Okay. And, yeah, and I, am, I am cautiously optimistic for Blade Runner 2049. I am cautiously, cautiously as well. Optimistic. But we also have the Lego Batman movie. We also have Guardians of the Galaxy 2. We also have Spider-Man. And I'm Thor. not even... About, I don't even care about Spider-Man. What about oh, Blade Runner so versus Predator? No. I would be ass in the seat to see that. Um, at, at Rogue One, you saw it... The Predator stabs him and he falls <laughs> off a bridge. Ooh, at, the new Planet of the Apes movie. I need to see the other two. I hear they're really good. Um, oh, the, the last one was really good. We um yeah the we, second one that was shocking. We saw good. Rogue One in uh, IMAX. Well, not real IMAX, but as close to an AMC IMAX as you can get. Um, and they had an extended trailer for Dunkirk, the new uh new movie about the evacuation at Dunkirk in World War Two. Looks fucking amazing, like incredible, like seriously incredible. Like, Dunkirk. Oh yeah, yeah. Dunkirk yeah, it does look really good. Oh I had I, I I I've heard of Dunkirk, but I didn't know like the full like what I didn't really happened know, there, and yeah, so yeah, I looked it up, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is a big deal!" <laughs> like I asked I asked my dad about it because he you know he's a history kind of buff. I was like, "So uh, tell me about like Dunkirk," and he was like, "Yeah, it's pretty much the story of the British retreating, and it seems like a loss, but you know, years later it becomes a victory because we invade and help the British, and we all like take down the Germans." I was like, wow. He's like, yeah, essentially, like, we, like, they saved the British army in order to be able to come back years later and, like, roll in. Yeah, because if but, they hadn't got them out of there, that would have been it. Like, yeah. they wouldn't have had an army. Like, that was, exactly. Know, was like, so that, that was it. That allowed them to regroup. Yeah, I read, I read about it after. I was like, holy crap, this looks amazing. But that, so, yeah, but I'm the, looking forward to the film. Yeah, it, I mean, that IMAX thing they showed, it was like 10 minutes of the film. And it had aerial battles, which looked fucking incredible, but also sea stuff as well. And it looked really amazing. Even visually, I mean, acting-wise, it looked pretty great too. But like visually, like holy shit. So yeah, next year is going to be a good year for movies, y'all. You know? You know, of course, there's another Star Wars, you know? Yeah. That's the thing, though, about World War II, right? Because it was um, so much scarier. Because I think it was a lot more... Uh, even, right? Because whenever I watch a movie, you know, like Black Hawk Down or something that's that's modern military, yeah. and yeah. and it's like we so outclass the other guys that it's it's kind of like oh well we got in trouble for a few minutes, <laughs> you know, until until we could like bring the gunships or something and and then of course wipe them because it's it's just kind of like we we can lose for a little while but we won't lose. Right, but then World War Two, it was like, it was just we like could have you know you could lost big. Well, we, there was times that we lost a battle. You know, it was oh, just yeah. like the Americans got wiped out, and you know that doesn't happen anymore, really. So you know, I mean, it, it's like okay, what 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 did we lose? Well, we had the the whole embassy overrun thing, and which I won't get into the politics of, but we had a you know a few people die, right. But that was like a massive battle that went on for like, you know, 20 hours or something. And yeah, we lost like four guys, right? So 
it's and and held off how many you know like a, a thousand screaming dudes with AKs. So that shows kind of the disparity between like the training of our guys versus everybody else. So yeah, but World War Two, man, that's scary because that's just like, hey, man, everybody's playing on the same field here. So head, cl- head in a Discord saying there's some new Stalingrad movie out that's brutal as fuck. I had to see that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, fo- oh, the, I, the original Stalingrad was hard to watch, so I can imagine. Yeah, the one that was made by the the, the DOS boot people. The, that, yeah. that one. For, yeah, that was. It was oh. so, so it was, good. But it so was so good. So good. Like DOS boot, so good. But you can't watch it very often because it will wreck you emotionally. <laughs> like totally fucking wreck you. Anyway, uh... <laughs> Let's uh, let's wrap this up. So, folks, thank you everyone for a great 2016. Everyone who watched, everyone who listened, everyone who went to the site, everyone who supported Patreon, everyone who talked to us on Discord, everyone who did a Thursday night stream, everyone who helped make Space Game Junkie better. Oh. <laughs> awesome. Sorry. That's fine. Um, everyone who helped make Space Game Junkie the great community it is ending this year. Thank you so much. We couldn't have all done it without you. You're all awesome. And we can't thank you enough for being a part of this great community that we have been slowly building over the last few years. And I hope you all have a wonderful holiday season, a very happy and safe new year. And we will see you in 2017. Oh my God. We're that close to 2017. That's crazy. It's like two weeks away now. 11 days. It really is. Oh my God, it's that close. So folks, thank you all so much for listening and watching and we will see you, well, Thursday a little bit, but then we'll see you next year. Have a great one, y'all. Bye-bye. Let's have some music in here, Boiler. Sure thing. Yeah.